Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Proctor. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> Rise and shine! Guga, it's come time on a Thursday morning. It's a pleasure and an honor to big step our way through a Thursday morning. Good morning, E.T. What they do, Jeffrey? Yeah, we're going to get engaged here immediately. Let's start a little convo with my guy. It's not always easy to look back in the past and recapture exactly how you feel felt before, but as best as you can recall, I want to start with just a little bit of a roadmap. Uh, the Jaguars open at Indianapolis. The truth be told, 12-58 on the Sunday of the game. Did you think the Jags are going to win or lose? Uh, win. Yeah. Came home to, to take on Kansas City. Sure, it's a challenge, but if you could recall your mindset, just minutes before kickoff, did you think we are going to win that home opener or did you think they were going to lose? I didn't think it was going to win. You thought they'd lose that one? Yeah. What about the Houston game? Oh, big dub. What about the Atlanta game? Big dub. Buffalo game? Yeah, I thought we was going to get a dub. Yeah, uh, the Colts at home? Dub. At the Saints? Dub. At the Steelers? Dub. San Francisco at home? Oh, yeah, I ain't know about that one. I thought we were going to win the game. Mm-hmm. Coming off the bye, the Niners, don't forget, it lost three in a row. We, we got them right. But anyway, all uh-huh. right, Tennessee at home. Win. At Houston. Win. Uh, the Bengals at home on Monday. Ooh. Before the game, you thought they were winning. Yeah, I thought we were going to win. They, yeah. had a, they had a backup quarterback. Uh-huh, we all uh-huh. thought they were going to win. Yeah, yeah. What you think about this week's game at Cleveland? Win. You do? Yeah. You're, still so you're win. right on board. Yeah. All right, cool. I just feel, uh, me personally, I feel as unsure about this game as maybe I have any other this year. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Now, we got relatively good news on the injury front. This this dude may be Gumby, damn it. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, you're going to hear from Trevor Lawrence. Remarkably, I thought, optimistic about his chances of playing soon. Whether or not that soon it can be this Sunday, I, I'm telling you, I wouldn't count it out. You know, they referenced something yesterday I had forgotten. But remember what the Jaguars did to Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. It's the same injury. Same one. He played the next – now it's the AFC Championship yeah, game. Yeah, it's a little different. But he played the next week. Uh-huh. He had a limp, didn't he? he oh, good. Yeah, yeah, he dragged it around for a while. But he threw for over 300 yards and that went over the Bengals and earned a trip to the Super Bowl where, guess what, the Chiefs won again. So, there is precedent. Sure, high ankle sprain typically screams – and look, there's also way, way different – consequences to the game that's coming up. It's a season ender potentially for Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes wanted to fight his way back into that game against the Jags. He did. And he did fight his way back in. We couldn't stop a one-legged quarterback, man. And and, and then for 99 yards or 98 or whatever, we couldn't Uh, stop a backup who was about 50. Yeah, man. But I don't know, going to this week without Trevor Lawrence, I do not have a high confidence level. If I, like, ranked the game's confidence level that I had uh, going in that the Jaguars would win, this would be bottom two. Wow. That would. I, I and, and, it's, and, and by the way, that's even more painful to say because the Browns don't have Nick Chubb or Deshaun Watson. But I tell you what they got, they got that defense, boy. That defense, yeah. 
and they're a different animal at home. Beat the 49ers at home. We've talked about that. They're 5-1 and one overall at home. It, it, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be, you know, the conditions aren't going to be great. But they play good there. The Browns have lost a couple in a row on the road, and they come back home where they are 5-1. and one. They've beaten the Steelers at home this year. They've beaten the 49ers at home. They've uh, it, First game of the year, Joe Burrow fully healthy. Bengals a contender, beat him 24-3. And, and the defense at home in particular has been phenomenal. You ready for this? Talk to me. Now, look, if we got Trevor and Christian Kirk and the O-line's playing good, don't get me wrong, that ain't what we're talking about now, is it? Uh, their last home game against the Steelers, the, the Browns gave up 10. The previous home game against Arizona, they pitched a shutout. At home against the 49ers, they won 19-17. They gave up 17 at home. At home against the Titans, they gave up three. At home against the Raven, uh, the Bengals, they gave up three. Now, I left one game out in there. The Ravens did beat them in Cleveland, beat them 28-3. Um, I, I gave you a couple of zeros and, and a couple of threes there as we reviewed their home schedule this year. Now, look, it's been a different story on the road. Yep. On the road, they gave up 36 last week to the Rams. Uh, Russell and, and uh, Russell Wilson and, and the Broncos got put 29 on them. Uh, Baltimore scored 31 uh, at home. Seattle, 24. Indy scored 38 on the Browns at at, at at their place. But in Cleveland, again, I'll just take you back. This is how we go, back to front. Their last home game, 10 to the Steelers, 0 to the Cardinals, 17 to the Niners, 3 to the Titans, and 3 to the Bengals. Sandwiched in there, third home game was the 28-3 to the Ravens. So it's a good defense. It's a defense that plays even better at home. It is Cleveland conditions. Cold, wet, which means muddy, which means trenches, which means lines of scrimmage, which means, uh-oh, that's why my confidence meter is Now, I, that being said, two minutes before kickoff, who do I think is going to win the game? I think we're going to win the game this week. Oh, yeah? I do think we're going to win the game this week. I'm not I'm not calling for a Jaguars upset. I reserve the right to change my mind if C.J. Beathard is the quarterback. That's a big deal. And it's only a big deal because we can't seem to take advantage of really one of the NFL's top five to ten weapons at running back in, in Travis Etienne. We can't get the dude going. You know, we gotta we gotta blast we gotta blast some stuff up here. I'm get him involved in space in the screen game, something. Because that that D line for the that that D line for the for the Cleveland Browns is the real deal. Here's, Holyfield. Here's Doug Peterson yesterday on the Browns defensive line and the challenge it's gonna present, and we won't even mention the added reality of how the Jaguars offensive line has been performing. The strength is obviously, you know, this D-line. They're aggressive. Obviously, we know Miles Garrett, heck of a player. A lot of respect for him and 
and uh, the way he plays the game. But the other guys are, are you know, as talented as well. And, and that's where it starts. It starts up front, but it really starts with how Jim sort of messages with these guys. 13 sacks for Miles Garrett already. So that's kind of on pace with Josh Allen. But here's where the difference comes. Yeah, I wish I had wish I had the Browns sack batted over under 35. They're at 34 already. <laughs> so the other guys is also continuing. right. They've got and look, they don't have anybody else who's got you know eight or nine, but they got just a bunch of dudes sprinkled in with the fours and the fives. Yeah, I got threes. a two and a half from um, Owusu Koromoa. He's got he's got two and a half. I got uh, I got man, they got some names on this team now. <laughs> I got two from. Taki Taki. I always love a good Taki Taki. I love Taki Taki. Uh, hey, they got some names now. Here's three and a half from uh, a, a Cor- Oh, gosh. Jeez, they got some names. A Coronquo? A Coronquo? Yeah. Three and a half from him. Um, Two and a half from Smith. Oh, thank you. Oh, they goodness. got a Smith. Zadarius, though. <laughs> He's a good one. Yeah, Zadarius Smith has two and a half. They got uh, Jordan Elliott, a defensive tackle, has two and a half. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They got five, six guys sprinkling in two and a half to three and a half, and you, you, it, which tells you they're all four coming. Yeah, they're all getting back there and affecting things. So our our own line really needs to step up, and we don't even know what kind of condition we tr- really truly are there. Listen, the important things that were said at yesterday's uh, press conferences came from Trevor Lawrence and from Doug Peterson, and at first and foremost, this dude just continues to surprise you. Um, here's Trevor right out of the gates. First thing from 16's mouth. I feel a lot better. I feel really, you know, I feel a lot better than I would have thought I'd feel. You know, I'm very fortunate. I'm thankful that it wasn't a worse injury, you know, than what, what I kind of thought it was on the field. So I'm, I'm thankful for that, you know, just some flexibility. You know, Will, my guy in the in the weight room that, that trains me and stuff is – doing a good job needs a needs a raise or something so he's doing he's doing a good job and uh yeah I mean I'm I'm just thankful and I appreciate all the people the thoughts and prayers and um thankfully it wasn't anything serious but you know that stuff means a lot and it worked you know I'm feeling feeling good so I'm thankful for that he, he said one thing I noticed in there wasn't what I thought on the field we saw his reaction yeah who's slamming the ground. pounded his fist on the ground and took his helmet good, yeah. slammed it to the ground tried to get up had immediately go back down just how bad did you think it was? Yeah, I mean, I didn't know, obviously, what it was, but I was, yeah, I was kind of concerned. You know, I kind of felt something down in my leg and I, or my ankle and was definitely concerned about that and then obviously trying to get up and had some had some pain there. So, yeah, I was concerned that it was worse and thankful that it, that it wasn't, you know, made it out cleaner than I probably should have. So, yeah. thought it was broken was kind of the question. Did you think it broke in your ankle? And, uh, yeah, yeah, I thought maybe I did. So, uh, what a good day to have Doc Kevin Murphy in studio with us. Those two big Jaguars injuries are are front and center, and there's certainly some questions I think can be cleared up a little bit. Uh, the first is, is Trevor Lawrence. And, and look, there, like I said, and I had forgotten until they were asked about it yesterday, but yeah, I mean, it's the same injury that Patrick Mahomes had against the Jags and played the next week. Now, granted, he was playing the AFC Championship game. But he also... Got back in that game. I mean, it is possible to get back out on the field even with that, you know, that that severe of an injury. And it's important to Trevor to play. He got that dog in him. He, 
He wants to play. He doesn't, yeah, want, he doesn't want it for glory's sake. He wants to play. For, he want, it's important for him to be an Ironman, to, to answer through through it all. Um, on the, this is an important game for this football team. It really, really, really is. We gotta. We're we're going DefCon a little bit on Monday. We drop another now at eight and five. Uh, allow either the Colts or the Texans to catch up this weekend. I know we got tiebreakers and all, but this is not what we thought going into that Cincinnati game. Man, Al. How the perspective changed first with the loss and then with the injury. So you'll hear more from uh, Trevor Lawrence. We're going to uh, put an end to Cartgate once and for all. Trevor talked about that. Also, Doug Peterson uh, with more on his football team. Really having to turn to the whole next man up. And we we, we referenced that, um, you know, uh, a little bit yesterday. I, I guess there was a... I, I saw this... story that they got a little bit um, nervous yesterday. Rumors started to swirl a little bit yesterday. Now, had they been listening to the drill, where we play both Kirby Smart and Mike Norvell uh, for you, both have their levels of disappointment, but both indicated how excited they are to face each other in the Orange Bowl. But then yesterday, there were official Orange Bowl press conferences uh, scheduled, I guess. Uh, and they they canceled. So Mike Norvell and Kirby Smart, um, you know, would normally appear together. We've seen it. We'll see it here at the, at the Gator Bowl with with Stoops and and Dabo. So uh, immediately, though, the rumors start to fly. That, oh, uh, you know, many feel that that they could be boycotting. You know, after the college football uh, s- snub. You know, fans are silly. If I'm FSU, I just don't show up. Wait till kickoff. Mess up the TV and ticket sales. What? what what's wrong? That's not happening. You don't people. want to watch your team play Georgia? What's wrong with you? Um. So, you know, it, look, silliness. It, certainly nothing uh, to come from this. Of course, the Orange Bowl will be played. Of course, Georgia and FSU, each with their own levels of of uh, disappointment uh, we'll we'll meet each other down in South Florida. My hope is this is this is a really cool game. It's what the, it'll harken back to when the Orange Bowl meant something. It's a really really cool game if both teams treat it as such. But pretty easy to be cynical heading into bowl season these days. You know, between transfer portals and you know, uh, guys preparing for the NFL. You just you don't get what you used to get out of out of the bowl game. One last hurrah, as they say. So, the news conference that was scheduled today has been uh, canceled. So clearly, FSU is going to boycott the Orange Bowl. Never mind what Mike Norvell said literally just a couple of days ago, and that you heard here on Ten Ten XL. It's funny that you would uh, talk about what a great marquee game. Um, you know, the Orange Bowl is, right? It seems strange you would talk about what a really opportunity, despite, you know, the snub. It 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 doesn't sound like right here a coach that is in turn going to boycott the contest. 
Just so proud of our team, you know, finishing up uh, undefeated uh, season, ACC champions, you know, absolutely uh, respect the opportunity that's here at the Orange Bowl. And uh, there's such a great history uh, with Florida State and, and the Orange Bowl and uh, to be able to get matched up against the best team in college football over the last three years. And, uh, you know, you look at Coach Mart and the job they've done. Uh, this is a special team that we're going to go against. Yeah, sounds like a boycott, huh? You social media types, man. Y'all something else. You live in some sort of telephone game world from treehouse to treehouse because that's where that story kind of takes root, right? And I don't know this from being on Twitter. I know this from reading stories that lengthy Twitter. I, I Something amazing has happened in the news business, E.T., in the last 20 years. What's that? Just Joe Blow can put something on Twitter and it's supposed to be a news item? Oh, it's going to blow up. Yeah. It's just silliness. One fan says we should boycott the game. That constitutes now in the professional sense of journalism as a rumor? Huh? Sparks rumors? Some dude sitting down in, you know, Dade County on his Twitter machine? We should can't we should boycott the game, but wait till the last minute? That those are rumors flying, are they? Dang, you don't want to hear the rumors that just fly every day here in the breaks. Okay. This is the drill here from Doug Peterson. Uh, Trevor Lawrence and more big deal yesterday in Major League Baseball day after the Murphy Power Hour, a guy that we talked about as a new home. Tell you about that as well. It's custom tree surgeons Thursday and all that that entails. It will include Doc Kevin Murphy will include the Riley report. One last chance to revisit the snub that was on Sunday in the college football playoff. And, of course, we got Cat Chat today as well. So, uh, thankful you're up and at them with us. Cold out there. Okay. Nippy. You can grab that ski cap today if you want. Here's what I do. I grab the ski cap. I transition to the ball cap. That's how it goes. See, one thing you don't have to worry about, E, that, uh-huh. that I do. There's a big difference between you and I. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay? Way beyond our age, color of our skin, a thousand differences. We all have them. That's what makes us great, right? Right. right. Ready? But this is the difference. You don't have yep, this. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't got any of that, do you? Huh? You some of that? Yeah, look at that. Take it off. Put this on for an hour. You take it off. It's done. Your hair's going to look exactly <laughs> the deck I'm saying. I can't imagine that. Look at me, YouTube. Look. Huh? Look at this. Huh? This is the drill. It's Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. You're about to hear Trevor tell you. That he darn well might play this week. I, I mean, this this crazy long-haired country boy. I, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him. More on that in just a second, though. But uh, first, we're going to keep it in in Jag land to a degree with today's pest of the day. Um, the pest. Oh, uh, by the way, lucky you. It is a pest of the day time. It's brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Um, a new member here of the Drill family. And we want to hook you up. First, let me tell you, Mission Pest Solutions is veteran veteran and locally owned and operated. 944-PEST, you'll speak directly with the owners. And if you set up a free initial pest service, $250 value, they're going to give it to you for free now through the rest of the year. Just tell them you heard it here on 1010XL. So call 904-944-PEST. Get your first initial pest service for free. As long as you do it between now and December 31st and reference 1010XL. So there you go. Sounds like a 
Sounds like a bargain to me. It never ceases to amaze me until I sit back and remember just the human condition and what it is. How some people who are obviously so smart can be so dumb. Perhaps you missed this a news item yesterday. It's really what it is more than a sports story. I mean, when you get into wire fraud and legal monetary transactions and it has nothing to do with the salary cap, it, it's the Jaguars business, not the Jaguars football team. But a former Jaguars financial employee, Amit Patel, is accused of stealing more than $22 million from the franchise over a four-year period. Now, I I don't know Amit Patel. I'm sure he's got an MBA from some Ivy League institution. You don't get to that level of clearance, security, um, responsibility with an NFL organization unless you're a really smart dude, until you're not. He manipulated authorities, say, the Jags virtual credit card program, according to documents filed in U.S. District uh, court so the u.s attorney's office is charging him with wire fraud illegal monetary transaction they say uh patel who had various titles during his time with the jags including most recently manager financial planning and uh, analysis used his position as the sole overseer of their uh, credit card program virtual credit card program to fund lavish personal purchases and cover up his theft Uh, The Athletic first to report these uh, charges, which were filed in the Jacksonville Division of the Middle District. Jags not named in the court filing just as, quote, business A, but the team has confirmed that they terminated the employment of an individual named in the filing. Over the past several months, we've cooperated fully with the FBI U.S. Attorney. Uh, This individual was a former manager of financial planning and analysis who took advantage of his trusted position and covertly intentionally commit significant fraudulent financial activity. For his own personal benefit. How does it start that you get up to $22 million? Huh? You want to know how he spent it? Uh, some uh, included a condominium in Ponte Vedra Beach. Throwing a little Tesla Model 3 sedan. Some cryptocurrency. Charter a few private jets. Get some luxury hotel stays. Country club memberships. Some luxury wristwatches. It adds up. <laughs> it does add up. Uh, Patel became the sole administrator for the team's virtual credit card program back in October of 2019 and apparently has treated it like a candy shop. <laughs> the pest of the day. Emil, what, what is his name? Amit, Amit Patel? Yeah. Goofy. Come on, man. Smartest people. Now, let me just ask you. Do you really think they're not going to catch it? That greed is rough, buddy. It is. They call them those seven deadly sins. You hear what I'm saying? They call them the seven deadly sins. Those that'll just drag you, get you knee deep, then chest deep until it's doing it for you. Oh, it got you. $22 million of credit card, you know, buying condos? I mean, what are we thinking? Bro, you don't think they're going to notice that? That's what I'm saying, man. Really smart dude, I'm sure. I don't know which Ivy League school it was, but I'm sure there's one on there. Maybe we went overseas. You know, did one of those fancy pants little uh, degrees. I don't know. We'll but call it abroad. Um, dumb enough to be today's pest of the day. Brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Gang, take advantage and call 904-944-PEST. Or tell your lovely Guganella. Maybe she handles all those things for the family. Uh, get on board here. Read the Google reviews on this company, man. Uh, take advantage of that initial pest service for free by calling 944-PEST and mentioning 
1010XL, and I know you will. Uh, back to Trevor now. We met the media yesterday, so really we hear for the first time his thoughts on just where he is. At no point going into this press conference did we really think this week would come into play, but here he is trying to balance the pluses and minuses of doing just that on a short week, I would remind you. Yeah, I mean, the team's always the priority. We had, obviously, the same conversations before the New Orleans game earlier in the season, and I'll never put myself or the team in a position to where we're at a higher risk or we're not going to play our best because I'm not able to do my job. So, you know, that's those are all questions you have to answer throughout the course of the week. And um, just for me, it's just doing everything I can every second of the day to, to get back as soon as possible, you know, whenever that is. So, yeah, that's the whole thought process behind everything. Yeah, so there, there's Trevor. And uh, before we move on to Doug Peterson, uh, let's just go ahead and put Cartgate to rest. I mean, we had fun with it here. Nationally, they got all serious, right? I mean, we 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 were having fun. Yeah, it was a little jokey joke. Jokey joke. What'd you do? You load the cart to the baseball grounds? Yeah. I mean, we're not ready to burn the franchise to the ground. We're just making light of the situation. Right. They got all high and mighty nationally, didn't they? You know, and they got insulting along the way. Trevor hears it. We talked about getting a cart, and I was going to get a cart, and then I'm standing there, and, you know, I'm, I'm already on the sideline at that point. The tunnel's right there. I just wanted to get off the field, get out of there. I didn't know what was going on with my ankle. I, I felt like I could get off. I was like, hey, you're good. Just don't bring it out. I'm going in. And then once I got in there, I'm like, this is a pretty long walk, you know. But I, I was already there, and they asked again if I wanted a cart. I'm like, no, we're going to make it the whole way there. I didn't know there was cameras in the tunnel, you know. So that's kind of – they're everywhere, exactly. So, uh, but no, it's – of course we have carts and we have everything we need and – I was the one that, that didn't choose to, to take one, you know. So, I guess put that on me. Maybe that was dumb. Maybe I should have taken one, whatever. But um, it's nothing to do with us not having a card available. I don't think that would that would happen in the National Football League, especially uh-huh. here with the with the crew that we have. So, yeah. Treat them good as gold is what the players are saying. So, you know, Colin Cowher, Jim Rome, all you guys, here's big middle finger. It ain't dumb, man. What, like, whenever you sprain your ankle, your son's break, what'd you tell him? Walk it off. Yeah, Walk sometimes. It off. You know, he wanted to do it. The yeah. point, like, I just want to differentiate, though, because some people say, well, you guys were saying, no, 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 no. You're tongue in cheek, making light after a miserable, painful loss the night before. We Welcome to meaning- the drill. What? Yeah, correct. Yeah, first, first listen for yeah, you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I love Doug Peterson's honesty, man. I love his psychology. He basically said yesterday, you know, if C.J. Beathard has to play, you bet there's more urgency. Everybody else is gonna have to step up, man. You're it, it, when you get to the quarterback position, it, it gets a whole lot deeper than next man up. It's next twenty-one up. Everyone has to play better, right? You have that as a um, as a priority, just like the offensive line showed a priority at New Orleans. You know, if Trevor plays, watch him. They'll, they'll probably play better. It's just weird how it, it can uh, trigger you sometimes. Doug uh, Peterson certainly should know how to prepare with a backup quarterback. We got a couple of things to reference here. Um, you guys remember the whole Carson Wentz-Nick Foles situation, right? He had an MVP candidate, went down at the end of the year, put his backup in, and and won a Super Bowl. Now, certainly Nick Foles at the time was more accomplished than C.J. Beathard, but the point is still the same. The guy knows how to prepare a backup quarterback, and that preparation didn't start yesterday. C.J. Beathard, you know in the in the NFL you're always away, and Beathard, you know, hopefully has been keeping up. He's got a shoulder injury, the left shoulder of himself to deal with. And then there's this. I mean, Doug Peterson himself, a lifelong backup as a player in the NFL. I know that role having been in it myself and then obviously coached that role. So, But I don't think you have to do anything out of the ordinary. I just think there could be 
a little more sense of her. And it's really at any position. I mean, you know, we talked about Trey, you know, possibly being, he's, you know, obviously he's in the, in the protocol. And so the next man up, it's always the next man up mentality. And, and uh, we got to make sure that as coaches, we prepare those guys to, to go play. You know, it's a tough uh, decision right now. It's an important time of the year. It's crunch time. And that's where you differentiate whether you're going to be a playoff team or not. If you are, how, how high can the seating go? I know we've been awful at home this year, but man, I still would rather have a home playoff game than not. You know, it just doesn't make sense why we've fallen flat at home and, and, and lost games. Typically, you'd be the other way around. You'd be undefeated, or, or, you know, at, at home, and you would have dropped some of these that maybe you shouldn't have on the road, but it just hasn't happened that way. Eight straight road wins for this football team as they go to Cleveland this weekend. So, you know, it's not just so you don't get the one seed. We've talked about it before. The two seeds awful advantageous. You'd play two home games before having to go play in the AFC championship game. And if the one seed loses and in the AFC, it seems like this would be a year where that would be entirely possible. You could find yourself hosting anyway. So, you know, it's tough right now because you have to balance between protecting injured players, not pushing them too far, but needing your your best, you know, uh, personnel on the field. In, in order to win these very, very important games. So, you know, that, that's the quandary this football team finds themselves in. We'll talk more, uh, obviously, as we go through this morning about this matchup. And that's why, like, every game matters. 100%. Every game matters. 100%. I had, a, had our first big deal. We have been screaming for a big deal. I'm starting to yawn out of boredom to MLB's, quote, hot stove league, which has been tepid to say the least, no big deals, no big moves. Uh, my favorite team and yours, the Atlanta Braves, haven't done much to speak of or the typical double-A moves, getting guys that maybe you aren't real familiar with that lo and behold, you look up that when they join you and they're on the all-star team. See Sean Murphy. Uh, you know, they, they join you, suddenly they lead the league in homers. See Matt Olson. Um... But Juan Soto is a big deal. It's a big name. It's one of the best players in the league. We had the Murphy Power Hour yesterday. We were discussing, you know, free agency this time of year, the deals that are coming, and and the fact that Soto, although not a free agent, it was just as clear as day that he was going to get traded. He has one year left on his contract if any team can afford to bring him in. And the Yankees are desperate here. You know, they did a trade with the Boston Red Sox this week. That hardly ever happens. These two franchises legitimately hate each other but they picked up Alex Verdugo in that deal now they go trade for Juan Soto so you got an outfield of Verdugo Aaron Judge and Juan Soto you are very very much improved Soto a 35 home run guy last year Murphy loves him you know we talked about Soto yesterday and his approach and just how right out of the bat he talked about playing with him when he first came up with the Washington Nationals and he's just so so impressed with his approach to hitting, how engaged and energized he is on every pitch. So that's a big, big pickup for the Yankees. But last I checked, Soto, let me see. Yep, nope, not a starting pitcher at all. So got to deal with that aspect um, of it as well. Meanwhile, a pitcher, if you're a Braves fan, perhaps was on your radar. I know he was on mine, but his name is Eduardo Rodriguez for the Detroit Tigers. I really was kind of hoping the Braves could could come to some sort of deal with him and plug him in as a a third starter, and and something else Murphy talked about yesterday is you watch your team put their depth charts together, especially when it comes to pitching. And he used a real good um, comparison that will register with a lot of you guys out there, and he used the fantasy football 
metaphor, so to speak, right? And, and from this standpoint, on your fantasy football team, you got your two or three anchor guys, right? They play every week for you. Yeah. You know, it's Justin Jefferson. Yep. It's, you know, TJ Hawkinson. And it's, Kelsey. you got a couple on your yeah. team. And then, as you know, so your wide receiver one, your running back one, your, your quarterback, those guys every week have to be as good as the other guys you're facing or at yeah. least right in line with them. And then you have to just make sure, like, your two receiver doesn't have to be great. It's just got to be re- better than the other two receivers. Your three receivers mm-hmm. doesn't have to be better than the one. It's just got to be better on average than the other three receivers. And it's the same way with the pitching staff. Yeah, you need an ace. And for the Braves, it'd be Freed and Strider. But then when you get into the postseason and through the year, um, you know, the guy that you're going after, yeah, maybe he does have a career four ERA. Maybe he's not, you know, considered a frontline starter. But by gosh, he'd be about the best third starter when you're going up week to week and game to game. And point being, Rodriguez would fill a role like that. We were specifically talking about the White Sox have a kid, Dylan Cease, has one really, really good year in his career. Braves have been linked to him and, and you know, whatever trade requirements that might bring. You know, and, and Cease, during our conversation with Murphy, I, you know, my point was, he's really had one good year where he was a 2-2. You know, career ERAs from, you know, over four. And that's where Murphy said, well, you know, you're not, you're, you're not bringing him in to be the 2-2 guy, the ace. You know, win the Cy Young. You're getting them in to have a huge advantage when your number three starter is going against the other team's number three starter. So, uh, to that end, Eduardo Rodriguez kind of feel, uh, uh, fills that role, but it won't be with the Braves. He signs with the Diamondbacks, who made that unlikely run to the World Series this year. We're back with a football fix next. You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL. It's a custom tree surgeon's Thursday right here on 92.5 FM. All right. We're back. I know I already gave out Pest of the Day, brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions, by the way. Uh, set up your first initial consultation appointment. It'll be free, $250 value if you do it before the end of the year. And you mentioned 1010XL, that's 944 Pest. Anyway, if I'd have waited one more segment, a little deeper dive on this idiotic idea by... FSU or anyone associated with FSU of boycotting the Orange Bowl. You want to just scream to the world what a crybaby, take-your-ball-and-go-home program you are? I'd say that if it was Florida. I'd say if it was anyway. That's just weak sauce where we've gotten, man. You're the first disappointed program in the history of the of football? Huh? You FSU fans that were born before, I don't know, 2000? You remember a year where Miami beat you? You both had one loss, and you went and played for the national title, and they went to the Sugar Bowl? That ring a bell with anyone? If you were born before 1993, do you not remember Notre Dame beating you, heads up? And then they lost a game to Boston College. You both had one loss, and you went and played for the national title, and they didn't? These things don't ring a bell, huh? It's just good one way or the other? Huh. Alabama's luck box went over Auburn. You, you didn't watch the Clemson game where they could have kicked the field goal through and won? You know, enough already. I said yesterday I'm on FSU side. Yeah, they got screwed. But just enough already with this boycotting the game and all this nonsense. And you can, we should boycott the game. Well, then you're just a crybaby, bro. You're, you're just, you're, you can't handle it not going your way, I guess. Get in line, man. Get in line. <laughs> Fans that have been wronged by their sports or people that have been wronged in life. Just get in line. Boycott the game. But the reason that I should have saved the pass today, it's not for a joke fan, whatever. It's for Danny Cannell. Danny Cannell was part of this. I guess he he put out on a Twitter 
couple of days, three or four days ago now, that the committee set a precedent by not allowing FSU to play for a title. FSU should return the favor and boycott the Orange Bowl. Wow, what a tough-minded athlete you must have been, Danny Cannell. Oh, it's interesting that the quarterback right before you and the quarterback just after you both won national titles at FSU and you didn't. Hmm, wonder why there, Chief. What an animal of a competitor you must be. Fire up the band. We got a football fix. This one almost qualifies a, a Shazam spotlight, but as the Jags get set to go on the road this week, a shout-out text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. If C.J. Beathard has to play, that means nine of the 16 teams playing in the AFC this week will be ha- will have different quarterbacks than the ones that they had in week one. Trubisky in for Pickett in Pittsburgh. Flacco in for Watson with the Browns. Minshew in for Anthony Richardson with the Colts. Browning for Burrow. Aiden O'Connell for Jimmy Garoppolo. Wilson for Rodgers. Levis for Tannehill. Zappy for Jones. Whew. Walking wounded, man. It's sideline. Most of these guys that I just mentioned, by the way, are done for the year. At least with Trevor, we're holding out hope based in large part on his optimism, I thought, that he showed yesterday. That we could at least get him back sooner rather than later. Jamal Adams just went straight gangster, man. Did you see this little spat he got into with the reporter? No. Jamal Adams had this thing going back with this reporter all the way to New York. The reporter posts video of Adams getting beaten uh, in the game against Dallas by C.D. Lamb, and he just posts the video, and the reporter just puts underneath, in, in all caps, yikes. Adams, who's just gone at it with this guy for years, in turn posted a picture of the reporter's wife along uh-huh. with the comment. I read about that. Yikes. Yikes. Like, Is that crossing a line? That's a low blow. Yeah, that's crossing the line. Adams disagrees. Oh, it's always that the athlete crossed the line when he responds. But at the end of the day, disrespect is disrespect, however you want to take it. So I responded. I knew what I did, hit that tweet. I wasn't in it to win it. At the end of the day, it was to get him to understand to leave me the hell alone. Said he and the reporter have a previous history and that they, quote, don't like each other. Yeah, I think so. The lady wasn't even all that bad looking, though. You don't go for a man's wife, man. Say something about his job, about his writing, about anything else, dude. That's a, He's coming on your play, which you make millions of dollars to uh-huh, either do great uh-huh. or do terrible at. You got beat. This is, you know, is it a Bush League, you never played the game, moved by whoever the reporter is? You bet it is. Let's get in the gladiator ring. We're handing this once and for all. Then you shut your mouth and we'll move through life. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, more and more young uh, boys and men in this country are losing the experience of the consequence of getting punched in the face. Very true. We all grew up getting punched in the face. Then you know what that big mouth gets you into, but not in today's day and age, oh, buddy. God, you preaching. Mommy will come run, save you. The school will put kids in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Too many of y'all ain't never been punched in the face. <laughs> so true. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Just a thought. Zach Wilson will be back at quarterback for the uh, Jets this week, so that should make things better. <laughs> See that sideline dust up during the Eagles 49ers game between Dre Greenlaw, a linebacker, and uh-huh. then all oh, the big old lovable head of security, Dom DeSandro, there in Philly. He was a Philly, you know, cult icon, apparently. Three days after their little tete a tete, in which both were ejected 
Ah, they both uh, exchanged formal apologies. Yeah, they kissed and made up. Yeah. That's cool, though. Greenlaw said he seemed like a genuine guy. He seemed like a guy that everybody loved in the building. So I hate that, honestly. I really hate it. It even escalated and uh, went to that. So there you go. No harm, no foul. These two could very well see each other again, or or will they? Cowboys-Eagles play this week Ooh. in Dallas. Ooh. Cowboys and Niners are both 9-3. and three. The Eagles are 10-2. and two. Yeah, this this just little sachet to the top seed in the NFC that it looked like the Eagles were on. That that that's that narrative's changed after getting pummeled at home by San Francisco last week. Oh, by the way, San Francisco's played the two of them. They beat them each by like 30 points. Um The Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy perhaps might miss that game, although they don't think so, but he had emergency appendectomy uh, yesterday. So Ooh. Surgery Ooh. for appendicitis. Listen, I don't wish that pain on nobody. That appendix. Listen, I did the kidney stone thing recently, the appendix, the, all that stuff. Yeah, it's not meant to Ooh. scream at you like it does. And then this sad, dark story, which I can only imagine what degrees and depths it goes to, is reached another stage with formal pleading by former Jaguar Sergio Brown, who is, you know, arrested and accused of killing his mother the two lived together uh in illinois her body was discovered in september uh, just outside of chicago and then brown remember was a wall for a while and they tracked him down and he's being formally charged and pleading non-guilty so on that up note we will uh, conclude today's football fix brought to you by all-state agent mandy bowers hick and arrival more come your way next you're listening to the drill ladies and gents please put your hands together as dan hicken enters the studio You know it! Yes, sir! Woo! Yeah! Hello, Thursday! Good morning, Eve! What they do, Dano? Oh, they do a lot! Pearl Harbor Day! Yeah, ooh. Jeffrey? I'm well. Pearl Harbor was 9-11, right? I mean, yeah. oh gosh, probably, yeah. I mean, more. Yeah. Just more than 9-11. Literally started a world war. I yeah. mean, I know we went to war, and I know. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, if you've ever been, if you've never been, you should go, just to, if you could see it. The most amazing thing, and people have told you this now, I went, I think, 20 years ago now uh, to Hawaii, but the fact that the oil slicks. Are still in the water. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do they contain it on purpose that way as a reminder? Or I just think stuff's down there. Still. Wow. I mean, That's it's crazy. Entombed in eighty and, years. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the saddest part of that is that they're what one of the ships sank and the, they, they were it, they were they were alive in there. You can oh, hear yeah. them banging and there's couldn't no way get to get them. them out. Yeah. They couldn't get to them. Can you imagine? And um, yeah, it was it was and the, the thing that was striking when I went there was how it's a harbor, but like. Land is like right there. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's far away, but you know, if you get hit with a torpedo and it blows you up, or you jump into burning water, or you're trapped, you die, and mm-hmm. and that's what happened. And I think we lost more than three thousand souls. And they're eighteen, nineteen, twenty year old kids, right? Twenty one, twenty two year old kids. So it was uh, just a horrific, horrific act and a very sad 
a time in our nation's history, and, and we should always remember. Under, today is the yes, anniversary. December 7th, yeah, yeah, 1941, a day that will live in infamy. Yeah. Well, our president said yes, that day. He was right. Mm-hmm. He was he was correct. So, um, yeah, so away we go. Uh, I don't, you know, Trevor. I, I won't put anything past that I crazy so-and-so. I don't know. You, won't, you know, I'm telling you, he no boot. Yeah. Walked. Um, and I didn't realize I hadn't tied it together until it came up yesterday during the course of the press conferences. But, you know, Patrick Mahomes went back into the same game with that injury and then played the next week. Yeah. Now, they were playing for the Super Bowl. Correct. But, but this is an important game for sure. Not to, not not important enough to risk long-term your quarterback. No. Don't get me wrong. I think he'll argue to play. Well, here's our one-to-one financial poll question. I think it's interesting. Here we go again because I think we asked this. For the New the Orleans. Yeah. yeah. Would you play? Would you Play Trevor Lawrence this weekend if he's clear by doctors and he wants to. Yeah, I would. Yes, Jags need W. No, get him at least a week to heal. If doc, especially with those parameters, I might take one of those two parameters and then still say, yeah. if Trevor wants to play, I'd play him. I again, I maybe I'm and and I might have him on a leash. You know, yeah. I don't want to put him in danger. Yeah. You know, Patrick Mahomes against a good good pass rush may have been in danger in that Jags game, but we didn't get to the to the quarterback. Maybe that you know. That stinking offensive line played their best yeah, game against New I Orleans. I thought about maybe, that, too. Maybe this will, you know, if he goes out there, maybe that will inspire This D-line's them. a little better than that one. If I had the Browns yeah. in the sack bed, I'd be in great shape. They've got 34 already. Do they? Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, for a, listen, it, hmm. normally this wouldn't seem like a big deal. Uh, Nick Chubb is out. Uh, Travis Etienne's a top 5 to 10, you know, weapon at running back in the league, but it's just not playing that way because the line won't do its dadgum job. Right. They just won't. They're just, I mean, and at some point this far in, you start to wonder if they, if they can. Yeah, I don't know. Right? I, I don't think they're, yeah. I mean, I, you go find a dude at the beach and you arm wrestle him and he puts you down in two seconds. You can go arm wrestle him every week for the next year. And Are you going to beat him in arm wrestling? Next Sunday, we play the Baltimore Ravens who have 47 sacks. Oh, that'll be, that'll go well. 47 sacks. Mm. Woof. I mean, the point is with Miles Garrett, he's got the 13, but then they've got like five guys with, you know, two and a half to three and a half. We don't have that guy. We got, we got what? Uh, Allen's got 13 and a half. Yeah. Trayvon now is what? Up to four and a half. Five, maybe. Is he? Four and a half or five. Okay. And that's all, you know, that's, we only have 26. That's 18 of the total right there. So we don't have guy. we don't have like three or four guys with the two and a half, which we had last year. We had Smoot. We had Hamilton. We had Harrison. We still only had the, 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 the 35 because Allen didn't. Mm-hmm. Go off like he did. Well, anyway. the, Ra- the Ravens got like to your point, one and a half from Roquan, three and a half from Patrick Queen, three from Kyle Hamilton, ten from Matabuke, seven and a half now from Clowney, a one from Pierce. Um, they got a lot of linebacker safety sacks. See, they manufacture. Kyle Van Noy has six. Odafe away has four. Yeah, there you uh, go. yeah, and they're getting them from you. I, Kyle Hamilton's a safety. Yes. Those first two dudes were linebackers. That's yes. ten to twelve just from yes. blitzes, obviously. Right. Yeah. So you know, and back to Trevor, I'll tell what is the street? Is it 40? What's it at? 40 what? 43. So at 43, that matters to him. Oh, yeah. I like that. I do, too. I do, too. E.T., can I get some pop music, uh, quiz music? Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm just going to infringe on that. I rarely do, but I, I enjoy that. It's topical. I love topical. I need you to tell me the top 10 quarterbacks in NFL history. <sighs> okay. With the longest consecutive starting streaks. Okay. You don't have to get them in order. Just yeah. the ten, the the top ten. I, I'm actually. I'll just wait because you will say this guy. There is an unbelievable. 
There's an unbelievable side note to this list. So well, I know. You know without I... further ado, um, and we're going to go this uh, list. Uh, well, it's the same. We're going to go total. We're going to go regular and postseason combined. All right, I'll go. I know that both Mannings are on the list. Eli is actually third. Um, no, we're not. We're going to go regular season starts because the, then fine. it gets off. It's not in the same order. All right, regular season starts. Eli is third, 210. That's in a row. In consecutive regular season starts for it's Eli really phenomenal. But neither Manning, neither Manning could move and, a oh, bit. And you said Peyton, too. Yeah, so I said both Mannings. Peyton is fourth with 208. Third and fourth all time, 210 and 208. I believe Brett Favre is on the list for sure. Favre is number one. For sure. Okay. Two, 297 consecutive. And when you factor in the postseason on Favre, 321. But 297 regular season. Basically, almost, it's like 19 can I ask, straight years. Can I ask the uh, Can I ask the number of yeah. 10th? Yes. 10th is 112. All right, E, let me ask you a question. Holla at your boy. What year did Brady get hurt? It, Brady's it, had a whole bunch. Then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Then he had yeah, a, whole a whole bunch, bunch more. more. Yeah. And you said it's 100 and what? 20? 110. 112. 112. It's about eight years. Eight, eight. It's less than eight. I think he would be. He got to be on the list. I think, yeah, I'll go Brady. This is the most amazing. This is the shock value. Shazam. Mm-hmm. He's not on the list. Tom Brady is 10th with a hundred. Oh, we're in the game. Wow. Hold on. That ain't, that ain't the story. Tom Brady is 10th with 112. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady is 11th <laughs> with 111. So it was, it was a bunch. Hurt, and Tom Brady bunch. is 12th with 110. Wow. Oh, he missed He's another one. He, he did from, uh, let's see, 112 from 91409 to 1316. He did 111 from 930.01 to 9.708. And so then he, 08, was, 08 was when he was out for the year. Yeah, and then he did 110 what from 10.916 uh-huh. to 116.23. Wow. 112, 111, and 110. He's 10th, 11th, and 12th <laughs> in streaks. Oh, that's funny. And it's the fact that they're all jammed up against each other is what's funny. There may be someone else who's got more than one appearance, but I'm only looking at the top 10, and he's 10, 11, 12. So uh, the game continues. All right, how about um, the active leader, by the way? Mm-hmm. Just as an aside bonus, uh, Josh Allen is up to 83. Good. Oh, we got a boy's got some work to do. Tanner, what you think about old. Uh, what you got? The Atlanta quarterback. What was it? Matt Ryan. What you yeah. think about that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah good yeah. one. Matt Ryan. Fifth, 154. Right, what numbers have we gotten? We've got number one, Favre. Number three, Manning. Number four, Manning. <laughs> number five, Matt Ryan and number 10, 11, and 12, Tom Brady. You know who always played? Who was that? But he, Marino. But he tore his Achilles. That was late. You got anybody else in? Uh, yeah, I got I'm one for th- you. I'm, yeah. Oh, what you think about Phillip Rivers? Yes. Two. Uh, number two all time. Uh, he's very good at this game. Good, E. Okay. 240. And because he's uh, good at this game, I'm. my disappointment in him is tempered a little bit by the okay. obvious. That's it's a, an obvious that's one here, boys. That's a clue right there. Yeah, oh, it's a clue. I know. It's uh, it's uh, 
uh, dangerous. Yeah, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Every one of those Seahawks games yeah, for all those yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's sixth at uh, 149. But I wasn't thinking of him. I, it's interesting. So you got one far of two rivers, three Manning, four Manning, five Matt Ryan, six Russell Wilson, and 10, 11, and 12 Tom Brady. This guy, I also, if you really, really put on your thinking caps, he's an AFC North quarterback, won a Super Bowl. Oh. Uh, well, Flacco. Flacco. Joe Flacco. He's number eight with 122. Eight. So it ain't Marino. This guy, <laughs> uh, this guy was a uh, Marino. I, I ain't getting any Marino more. was 14th. He was 95. Okay. Um, what about Big Ben? Uh, Big Ben. Um, Big ben might... No, he doesn't. Oh. He doesn't show up, man. Not oh, in the top. Wow. Not in the top 25. <laughs> um, now he'd miss a game here and there. He break. Uh, anyway, no. This guy was a number one overall pick. Made 136 uh, starts for a. A team that remained terrible. And then he went and won a Super Bowl. Stafford. Matthew Stafford has 136. And then this last guy, you got to go old school. He's the oldest back on this list, uh, uh, Dan. Uh He shares uh, something in common with one of my favorite childhood quarterbacks, Steve Bartkowski. Go to hell, Bartkowski. To hell with Bartkowski. Scared me as a Mm -hmm. nine-year-old. He would be... uh, and by that, I mean he'd be another fave of your people. In fact, Jaworski. The Ron Jaworski. Was the <laughs> Polish cannon? Is that what he was? The Polish rifle? rifle. Polish rifle. My people. One of your people. So there you go. There's the top. And we bring this up because I think Trevor's motivated. Not necessarily to get the immortality no, of those guys. No, it's important to him to play yeah. every Sunday. You and can by, tell. And by the way, the, the, the stature of, of player that I just read to you. Brett Favre, Super Bowl winner. Eli, Super Bowl winner. Peyton Manning, Super Bowl winner. Matt Ryan to the Super Bowl. Russ Wilson, Super Bowl winner. Matthew Stafford, Super Bowl winner. Joe Flacco, Super Bowl winner. Tom Brady, you know, those are Super Interesting thing to me, and again. Character traits, we call that. We've shifted into this world more now than we used to, but Russ is really the only kind of moving quarterback in that group. Yeah, Yeah. right? I mean, Russ could escape. Russ, I always thought Russ was the best when he was in Seattle and he was younger. To me, he was the best at moving around, keeping a play alive, he can run and knowing he when to. to run. Yeah, I always thought he was terrific. Farb was good too, though. Yeah, Brett was good. He man. was good. Hurts reminds good. me of like Russ with a little more athletic ability. Who? Hurts. Yeah, he's Russell Wilson, what but about, he can, he's got what more, that, more, what, more. What's the older car? David, David Carr. David. What about him? Came out this week and said Mariota should be the starting quarterback yeah, in Philly. Yeah, I saw what that. Was that? Like, bro, you tripping? Come on, man. What? Because mm. he's hurt? Mm-mm. No, because he's better. Yeah, basically, basically. He was saying he could no, break down plays better. He had, he had it been yeah. hacked. I'm telling you, it was AI something. Something did him in. Somebody <laughs> did him in. You can't honestly check him for CTE. I mean, I'm being serious here. If you yeah. think that Mar- Marcus Mariota should replace Jalen Hurts, I. I Hey, I'm going to say this yeah. with great trepidation because of what we do. You should no longer do what you do. You should be fired. Pretty much. I mean, that's, that goes beyond, like, that's April yeah. Fool's joke material. That's idiotic. Yeah. All right, a lot going on in the college world. Quarterbacks may, moving. Transfer portals open for business. Uh, Gators going. Uh, Knowles lose a receiver already, uh, which was expected. 
Uh, we'll talk about all that uh, coming up. Uh, do we have the 10-minute drill? We've got Cat Chat today. We've got, got the 10-minute. Murphy. Yeah, uh, the Riley Report. Riley right? Report. Yeah, we're going to get his uh, lowdown on the Final Four that's left and how that might shake out. Yeah. And, uh, Doc, uh, Army-Navy mm. game is this week. Yeah, and we'll, we'll sa- talk about Trevor. Save him a little extra time. And, and the surgery on Christian Kirk, if it's coming, and what that probably means as well. So, all that is uh, ha- how the table is get set here on a custom Thursday. Back with a 10-minute drill next. <laughs> Hit it. Yeah. Sports concepts and rationalizations. We call it the 10 minute drill. At the end of the drill, we like to give out a prize pack. E, what's the razzle dazzle oh, that you're ra- handing out today? The razzle dazzle I'm giving out today is another bottle of Brackish Vodka plus a $25 gift card to Small Cakes. All part of the 1010XL Holiday Gift Guide. Right. Head over to 1010XL.com to get more great gift ideas. Mm, 641 We'll do that at the end of the drill, not at the beginning of the drill. Uh, news yesterday out of Gainesville, their best sack guy. Princely U has entered the transfer portal. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. I mean, he's in. Uh, will he stay? Will he go? Was he going to go pro? The thought was he was going to go pro. Now he may transfer. He was at the SEC championship game, according to rumors. As I could, t- is that the phone ringing again? E. <laughs> oh no, it ain't ringing. It's not ringing. All right. They oh, listening so far. I was hoping you know who was calling, yeah. but he hasn't hasn't checked back in yet. I don't know. That's yeah. not a done deal yet. I'm still waiting on that one. Um, go Gator. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Whatever did ETN never just lingered? Did he ever officially go in the portal? Has not gone into the portal yeah. as of yet. Uh, again, there's two stories out there that have been reported as Bidding tried order? and true. No, uh, ETN to the portal and John Rom to live. I'm still waiting on both of them. Yeah, uh, and they may happen. I don't know. I mean, everybody says they're going to happen, so we'll see. Tell them about it, Jojo and Eddie O. We haven't gotten Eddie yeah, O. In Eddie yet. O to Gainesville. That's yeah. also a rumor. No, no Gator fan. Not to replace Billy Napier, but for those two great minds to come together. Yes. I have my Hummer. You need a Hummer. Tell them about it, Jojo. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be perfect for the NIL. Um, Brock Vandegrift. He may be the first coach to get an NIL deal. <laughs> yeah, he should. Red Bull. Brock Vandegrift is going to Kentucky. He was a highly recruited kid who went to Georgia. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't like the interconference ones. They do it, though, boy. But it's all open for business, I guess. It's just the wild Are you West. still, now that we're this far into it, because uh, I know you were a proponent, most people were a proponent of letting kids transfer without sitting out a year. Do we still once. feel that way? Once. Yeah. I, I Technically, it, I think they can only do it once, but there's a loophole, obviously, because these quarterbacks bounce and play. If they graduate, I think they is do it. Is that what again. it is? And then they can do another graduate year. And then, uh, yeah, just, it's, because it's I think um, you know Sim, what? I think Sims went back in the portal again. From Nebraska, yeah, the, Sandalwood. Yeah, the list of the list of quarterbacks that transferred and were were great is short. I mean, Burrow is obviously the poster child, and the next Heisman Trophy winner too. Well, I guess Caleb Williams last year was a Heisman Trophy winner, and this one too. <laughs> I guess the times have changed. We're just catching up, but they're not winning natties. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think that. I mean, that's what I mean by well. I mean, I can find you. I can go back before then and find transfer quarterbacks who put up numbers. I mean, guys that. Were, <sighs> Won titles. It seems okay. like those have still been, for the most part, homegrown. I, although, I guess Alabama won it with Coker. He was far from sexy. He was definitely far from sexy. Right. Came over from, from FSU. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, the portal, the the, the state of college football. I, I saw yesterday, I, I just it's just white noise to me, but the NCAA and, and I don't even know who all's involved are going to finally try and corral this NIL. Good luck on ringing that bell. I mean, it's, get the 
Get the NCAA out of it. Basically, the NCAA is proposing, and again, I read it, and it was like yeah. homework. I mean, I felt like I was having, I was reading a college term paper oh, about the money, and yeah, what just you, basically yeah. it comes down to, to kind of a minimum wage. Every player's going to get thirty grand. Yeah. And you can pay him more if you want. Yeah, that'll solve things. Yeah. Here's what here's what needs to happen. Okay, it's real simple. We can, I think the transfer thing's out of control because think, that, yeah. they, because it combines with the NIL. So a guy who might yeah. not transfer, but he will now because he's getting the money. Yeah, I, I here's what I would do. Here's what I would do. <clears throat> I'd appoint a, appoint a commissioner. I'd totally disassociate with the NCAA. I think that I think we should get rid of the uh, get rid of all the, the the conference crap, you know, which isn't going to happen. But it's ridiculous that you know who's in the SEC, who's in the Big Ten, UCLA in the Big Ten, Stanford in the ACC. I mean, it's just beyond ridiculous. Football needs to be its own entity, and and you get one transfer, you know. I mean, it's 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 not that hard. But there's no leadership, and nobody cares about the NCAA to the point that the NCAA dares to take <clears throat> with all this going on. Excuse me, <clears throat> with all this going on in college football right now, Jeff. Issue after issue, the NCAA would instead choose to look at a kid who wants to transfer from this school to that school and deem them not eligible because they wanted to go home to be closer to their Those mom are who silly. was sick. Yeah. Like the kid from Miami to FSU and or Florida had the North Carolina kid or whoever. Yeah. That's what they waste their time. The, 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 the idiocracy of, of the NCAA, yeah. and I've been railing on that for years. Well, I mean, and now they're too far gone. There's so many, much. They, they, they're, yeah, they're too far gone. They're yeah. too spread out. There's too much going on. They can't handle it. They're a bunch of old men sitting in suits that can't even get the playoff four right half the time. Yeah. Yeah, which is a separate branch, but nonetheless, just um, I, from your down downtime with the Dan, I take it you weren't all that big on the Yankees getting soda. No, I am. I think it's a great move for the Yankees. Okay, yeah, yeah. I do too. I just, I just was joking that yeah, I, he'll come to the Mets next yeah, year. Next year we'll get him. You, you had to give up a lot for. I'd be. We haven't had right. a good now that you know you got you know Richie Rich <clears throat> up there willing yeah. to spend money. Apparently, at least he says he is. It'll be. Have we ever had a good Yankees Mets bidding war in history? I mean, a good one where it just comes down. Why we'll go six hundred million? Yeah, we'll go six ten. I, I don't think so. Right? Because the Mets have never spent money like the right. Yankees always have. Right. So this could be the first real, or or am I? Is that just a, a whim of yours? Are they really in on Soto? Is that like a theme oh, in the organization? I, no, I okay. think that's a. Right. Uh, I think that's a fan thing. Just like, are I mean, you? Who wouldn't want Juan Soto? It's weird that Juan Soto is going to possibly be on four teams though. By the time he's like twenty six, this is thirteen. I think, you know, but it, it doesn't seem by any account to be that he wears out his welcome, that he's not a good teammate or a good— Oh, it's no, just, no, no, no. It's the money. Yeah. It's this contract that he signed, and people will—they'll pay it for a couple of years, and they want to get rid of it. Yeah. And he came in at 18, right? He came in young. Yeah. Oh, he was young. He was like 19. He was 13, though, right? He was 12. Huh? He was 13. Yeah. It's 13, isn't it? Went Nats to— Yeah, 13. Padres. I said he could possibly be on his fourth oh, team oh, after oh, this yeah, year. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, and— uh, I would say likely will be. I don't know. The Yankees. It depends on how much he likes the Yankees. Some yeah. guys do like, dig the Yankees and others don't. And the Yankees have paid Judge all that money. Are they going to pay another guy that much? Yeah, that's a great question. Was he? Didn't Judge get 50? A year. Yeah, 40 a year. Yeah. 40 a year? Soto will get more than that. He's only yeah. 24 or whatever. Yeah, he's young. Allegedly. I would, I, yeah, I'd try, I'm sure you'd go to work trying to. This Bryce Harper's rich. This dude wants to extend his already extended deal. 
Oh, he does. And he, he was like the first. I mean, he was his his now is probably only about thirty a year, isn't it? He didn't he yeah. have the first big one. I think he was thirteen for thirty. Yeah. a year. Yeah, yeah. He was the I first think. like really big big one like that. I thought the long. Remember now we've gotten into these ten year. Oh yeah. Ridiculous. Well, I saw uh, who just signed the eighteen uh, year old to a yeah, the, one of those. The, 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 who the Brewers. That? The Brewers. Yeah. Jackson Churio Churia. Yeah. Something like that. He's yeah. a eighteen year old prospect. Acuna or whatever. Yeah. Trying and, to everyone trying to find that guy. Yeah. And so you take it. That's always that always worked. The Phillies did that with his did. kid Sean Kingery, and he, yeah. he flamed out. I don't know Where if he's he? in the league. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Sometimes. Another one of those pitchers that you would have thought the Braves may have targeted is off the market. I don't know what we're doing. I guess we're just going to go. I don't, I don't want this tall drink of water from Tampa. I don't want it. Tyler Glass, Glass no. now. I don't want him. He's always hurt. Well, the Mets have put all their eggs in the Yamamoto basket, so we'll see. I At one point, we were it was whispered about, but I haven't. I mean, the Braves. I guess we're just going to go get. We're going to end up it's like. Well, the asking price for Yamamoto, I think, has gone to like three hundred million. Now. It's a lot of money for guys yeah, never throw a pitch in the MLB. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, Senga had a lot of success last year. And but you so, wouldn't pay that for him. No, no. But That's this guy's better than Senga. Allegedly. In Japan. Yeah. Yeah, in Japan. Right. Yeah, right. A lot there. A lot to. That's gosh. That's so much money. But but I mean that sports speculative. Well, the 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 ones that they, you know, Shohei, the ones that they say are who come over from Japan, who they have earmarked for greatness, generally do pretty well. Man, um, yeah, for sure. Uh, moving on to, to the NFL, the Jacks trip this weekend. And, buddy, there's never been a bigger referendum on the offense, on the lines of scrimmage than this week's game for this reason. Say Trevor can't, can't play, mm-hmm. right? So you have no Trevor Lawrence, you have mm-hmm. no Deshaun Watson, you have no Nick Chubb. Travis Etienne should be the difference maker in this matchup. He's what's left of each team. Ridley, Co- uh, Ridley, Amari Cooper cancel themselves. Okay, um, you know the quarterback Bethard and and whoever they go with cancel themselves. Mm-hmm. The difference maker should be should be Travis Etienne. He's the only guy who's like top five to ten in his position who is available in this football game. Yeah, Ingram and uh, and Joku, yeah, they cancel themselves. Yeah. It's yeah. just a lot of, yeah. you know, Ingram's a little better. I mean, they have a little bit of it. We're missing Christian Kirk, so it's Zay Jones uh-huh. v. I don't even know who their second receiver is, though, for that matter. Mm-hmm. What, uh, 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 Elijah Moore or one of those dudes? Is that where they're down to? So, and, and and so the reason I say that is, yet you don't feel that's an advantage at all. You don't you feel like ETN is going to leave the field with 14 for 40 on Sunday. Right. Don't you? Sure. And so I, it's just, it's, it, it, don't have a good vibe about this game I th- I said, or the next one. Okay, you're going to be more in my camp than this than E was. I tried to play this game with E, and, and we he was more off than I was or I would have thought. But if I went back uh, to you, Dan, and ask you honestly two minutes before the game kicked, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Two, two, you know, at 12.58 on Sunday uh, opening week, did yeah. you think the Jags were going to win at Indy? Yes. When they came home and had this opportunity, one and zero, and make a statement and play Kansas City, did did you think they were going to beat the Chiefs? Thought they had a chance. Yeah, I thought they yeah. kind of thought they'd win. Did you think they would beat Houston <laughs> yes, at home the next week? Hundred percent. Did you think they'd beat Atlanta? Uh, yes. Did you think they'd beat Buffalo? Nah, yeah, wasn't sure. I yeah. probably picked Buffalo. In fact, yeah, that's kind of yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. But then, did you think they'd beat Indy? Yes. Did you think they'd win at New Orleans? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you think they'd win at Pittsburgh? I did. Yeah. Did you think they'd beat San Francisco at home? Uh, I thought they had a shot. Yeah, coming off the yeah, bye, the Niners are lost three in a row. Did you think they'd beat Tennessee at home? I did. Did you think they'd win at Houston? I was concerned. But did but you think they'd I win? I picked them, yeah. Yeah, I thought they'd win. 
Did you think they'd beat the Bengals Monday night? 100%. Yeah. 31 to 13, I picked. Do you think they're winning at Cleveland on Sunday? I'm not sure. I, it may be like the second most unsure I've been all year. I'm not sure. And to be saying that about a team that doesn't have Deshaun Watson and Nick Chubb is a further indictment of our lines of scrimmage. Yeah. If we had top 15 lines of scrimmage, yeah. this is a 14 point win this week, even with CJ Beathard. It should be like the Pittsburgh game. Correct. Yeah. But. We haven't. And, and I we're wanna, coming off a stand. I think the defense will play better. I think it's going to be a close game. I'll say that. I think it's one of those nineteen seventeen type games. I, I've been, been saying the same. That's thing. how I feel. But you know, here's a, here's another here's an interesting one for you. You ready? Uh huh. I'm gonna the the Browns are five and one at home. Yeah. Okay. They lost to the Ravens at home. These right. are their other five it's home the games. Niners. I know that. You ready? These are their other five home games. Uh huh. They gave up ten to the Steelers. Yep. They gave up zero to the Cardinals. Yep. They gave up 17 to the Niners. Mm -hmm. They gave up three to the Titans. And in the season opener with Burrow and everyone, they gave up three to the Bengals. That's a three, a three, a 17 for San Francisco, which is like a three for a normal team. Yeah. And then a zero and a 10. Yeah. This is what this defense has done in Cleveland. Now you mix in some cold weather, some sloppy conditions, and a Jaguars offensive line that just has not performed. It's It's dangerous. Browns defense, by the way, the, the Ravens defense is the Browns defense on steroids. So that's what you get in two weeks. So yeah. you've got two big tests. And in normally a row. you say, yeah, but that's at home. And I yeah. say, yeah, and that's at home. I know. Uh, one other thing from the Jags, this is an interesting story. And there have been whispers about this for a while. But this, this dude, uh, Amit Patel, uh, who worked for the Jaguars, a financial employee, um, has been accused of stealing more than $22 million from the franchise over a four year period. Uh, he put himself in charge of the virtual credit card program. I don't know at what point, if you are a thief, allegedly, if you steal $2 million, do you look around and say nobody saw? So I guess. you steal $4 million and like, look around and nobody probably saw? Probably like most things you're not supposed to do. You get comfortable at a certain level of what you're doing. Maybe you just don't show up, though, in that nice watch or you say, come on out to my beautiful beach I don't get condo. It. Or He's a local kid, you know. He went to Paxson High School. Uh, he had FSU, FSU, sure. At Florida huh? State, I'm pretty sure. And and I, what I told um, E, though, uh-huh. is just, it's just another example. Every day you can be amazed by how dumb some of the really smart people can be. If you have that position, you're a really smart dude. Right. Why yeah, would you blow that? dumb as a the tes- day is long. Oh, that's a nice car. Uh, Amit, where'd you get yeah. that? It's Tesla Model 3 sedan. How much do those go Condo for? Condo at the Ponte Beach. I mean, Private jets this weekend? I mean, what are we doing? I mean, good gracious, my yeah. man. What are, yeah. And he's a kid, right? He looks like a kid, doesn't well, he? Well, he does, but he's been around for a old, while. How I, old is he? Does, do we know how old nah, he is? I didn't see. He's, I, I'm sure he's older than he looks. Okay. Got to be at least mid-30s, I would think. Uh-huh. Young enough to be dumb enough to do that <laughs> and old enough to be accomplished enough to have the job. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and 22 million, my man. I mean, you get away with a hundred grand. You, uh, yeah. You, uh, well, you're that's like to I said. Yeah. In today's day, has has my man Amit never watched like I, you know, ID Discovery Network? Has he never seen a Dateline? Yeah. You don't get away with anything forensically you. anymore. Yeah. They got a traces and traps and cameras on <laughs> everything. You're just and how do like can't get away with a crime fa- like that? And what'll be fascinating is like how do the Jags catch him? But how do they not know that they're missing five million? Ten million. I, I think, well, he, Fifteen he, million. He did what some of you jokers are there doing now. He's taking legitimate things and he's triple charging and just it just gets by and no one pays any attention. Mm. 
and he's in the only one in control. He's like the sole proprietor yeah. of the control. I'm in charge of this. Of this, this virtual credit card. And so, what you, is that? What is virtual credit card? It's just a credit. It's just a type in your note. He's got the credit card. Uh. It may not have it physically on him, but he's got you know. That's how much money them Jags bringing in if boy, they can't see twenty-two million. Boy, we're not. We're not. We're, it doesn't seem like there's enough in that in our credit card program, Amit. Oh no, it's fine. I've got it over here. Don't worry. Okay. I mean, what? sorry, I left it in my new beachfront condo. Jeez, Louise, man. Anyway, all right, let's go. Six four one ten ten. Doc Murphy. We'll talk about that ankle, the famous ankle, which was the famous knee, is now the famous ankle, uh, and uh, Christian Kirk and all that. I mean, the injury report yesterday was ooh dear, does not look pretty. Uh, short work week, but right now, E, as we head to break, tell them what the razzle-dazzle is. 641-1010, be kind, be courteous, be correct. I'm going to hook them up with a bottle of Brackish Vodka plus a $25 gift card to Small Cakes, all part of the 1010XL Holiday Gift Guide. Heard right here on 1010XL, so head over to 1010XL.com for more great gift ideas. Holla at your boy. All right, time to talk turkey with Dr. Kevin Murphy. In this case, uh, talking injuries to Trevor Lawrence. First and foremost, Christian Kirk, some others. But first, big week for Doc. It's Army Navy. So, what are we looking at this week? Uh, Doc, seven, five, nine, four. What's the final going to be? Doc, should I play the under? Uh, it's going to be 10 to 2. What are they, 11, no, to, Army, 11 to 6 this year. Army's going to roll them. Oh, yeah. And you, you feel certain yeah, about that? Army's going to roll them. All yeah. right. All right. Yeah, I'm I brave old Army. I think team. they take them by 14. Oh, I love it. I like We're that. Strong. How'd you do against Navy when you were there? Well, why would you bring that up? Why would you do that? I wasn't doing that. No, I can't. We, re- I literally can't remember. <laughs> we tied them one time in okay. my four years there. Oh, that was they were they oh, were three much and better one. then. Yeah, that that's was, Napoleon McCallum. That was Napoleon. Navy, Ma- that's right. Well, you know, before him was Eddie Myers. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Really good at running back as yeah. well. Yeah, and then Napoleon McCallum. I mean, they. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that's how it goes when you get these. That rivalry has been times where it was. Lopsided. Did you just sort of hang on to one leg when Napoleon McCallum ran? Just Did hold, you bounce hold off of I can still remember hitting him in the thigh. The guy's thigh was like as. Big as tree my waist, and yeah, yeah it, it hurt. It hurt a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that the? Is that the? Who was the player you were saying you, oh, you guys yeah. went out and you learned like after the oh, first? Ethan Horton. Ethan Horton North was Carolina. his name, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was funny. A couple of my on one of these email things, guys were talking about the the Final Four and mm-hmm. Georgia getting screwed. All these things, and one guy was talking about in '81 how Marino and the team then with. Um, uh, Hugh Green and Ricky Jackson, mm-hmm. all those guys were number one, and how it played out in the you know in the playoffs and all that stuff. And that was the year I got Marino, and and remember getting yeah. thumped really hard by uh, Hugh Green and Ricky Jackson. Okay. At the same kickoff. <laughs> yeah, those those are memories that in Army Navy. There's memories of plays and players and mm-hmm. running out of the tunnel, the whole the whole thing. Yeah, I can imagine. It's just uh, you know, it's, it's in Boston this year. Is that right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's at Gillette yeah. Stadium. Uh, first is time, that first time there, isn't yeah, I think it? So, yeah, first sold out. They're yeah. moving it around a little bit. I wonder with the new stadium if it. I, I know that the it's always been that you have to pay to put the teams up. That's what has been cost prohibitive for Jacksonville in the past. Mm-hmm. It's why we haven't hosted the game yet. But with the new stadium and maybe some some selling of the sponsorship of the game, I'd be awesome to get that game here. Well, you put the teams up and you put the core up. Yeah, the oh, right. I knew right. it was. I knew it was a big price. So tag. it's another. Four thousand bodies you got to yeah. house. Yeah, it would be worth it to bring that here, and this is a perfect. I it makes so. sense. I mean, it's it, Navy Town, but yeah, still, it'd be, it'd be a perfect a, venue. Be a great Absolutely. spot for it, and um, it would introduce something that very rarely has played out. Although I guess the game's gone to dead. Didn't it go to been to Texas, hasn't it, or no? Uh, I believe it has. Yeah, um, it's but was it the Rose Bowl before they they bounced it around a couple. It seems times. like a. In my mind, though, most it's a cold weather game. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, you Philly think of, and... you think of cold weather and snow sometimes, and uh, the one we went to, it was cold. Yep. 
Baltimore. What a good trip. Yeah, in Baltimore. Forever grateful for that one, Doc. All right, so Trevor, Doc, they, you know, I, I, you, you kind of verbalized something casually and formally while we're talking that I thought of earlier this week, and that is I guess everything's going to be a high ankle sprain now. And you say that initially maybe just to cool down the prospects of coming right back, but seeing Trevor yesterday – uh, going to the podium, just being involved in the media stuff, the fact that he's not on. I mean, aren't there times where they put these guys on rehab like literally all eight hours doing something, one thing or the other, that he's there, he's walking, he's not in a boot. What do these things indicate to you? Yeah, you know, we talked about that. The, everything now is a high ankle sprain. Well, a high ankle sprain is a very specific thing uh, where you injure the ligament that goes between the tibia and the fibula, and it's about two centimeters above the actual ankle joint. And if you injure that, the, the bones can splay open a little bit and disturb the joint. So when you get your x-rays and sometimes you'll do a stress x-ray to see if it widens, that's a true syndesmotic ligament injury, this high ankle sprain, that you, you either put in a boot to protect it so it doesn't move and open up, or you do that tightrope that Rock Bowers and others have had that reduces the joint and puts it back in place and holds it there. So seemingly none of that's happening with Trevor, right? So not in a boot. Nobody's talking about fixing anything. So, A, it might not be a high ankle sprain. He looked pretty comfortable standing there and walking around. So anybody who played sports has had an ankle sprain. You know, it really hurts when it happens, and you get the swelling out, and it doesn't hurt so much. So, you know, he's uh, he's looking more likely to come back quick than, than not. Especially when it's an ankle that you've done before, in any form or fashion. It feels terrible in that moment, but what, is it, you just got more elasticity down there? Is that why the pain doesn't linger as long? Like the first time you do that to your ankle, it'll sit with you for three weeks a month, six weeks. Every time after that, yeah, it might be bad initially, but it always ends up being better two or three days later than you would have thought. Yeah, and you play basketball. Yeah. You get those, you see those basketball players get all the time. I mean, it hurts when it happens, and then they're right back in the game, yeah. right? Even the, yeah. right after it happens. So, yes, to your point, if it's if it's already been torn and you just flopped it over again, it, it's unless you bang the bones together and cause damage there, it's it's usually a pretty quick recovery. And, and the concern, because I can remember New Orleans week, you were concerned. You said you wouldn't play Trevor in that game if it were up to you. Less concerned with this injury than that one when it comes to putting a guy out there, maybe not at 100%, but well enough that he can think he can protect himself and he wants to play? Yeah. So okay. ankle's a little less problematic than a knee. You know, if you you have a loose knee and you go out there and then you rip your ACL, well, you, you cause a uh, yeah. serious problem there. So yeah. ankle, you know, you sprain it again, it hurts. It's it's not going to be – you're not fixing it. You're, those aren't things you, you do reconstructions on. I think the important thing to take out of this is this designation of high ankle sprain, and the Jaguars continue to use it. It may not be exactly accurate, only because everyone else with a high ankle sprain is lugging around a boot, and they're spending nine hours, and they're not going to media availabilities, are they? No, and they'd be talking about probably doing a tightrope because that's, yeah. you know, the, the, the standard quickest way quick to get back. Quick, quick return treatment these yeah. days. Doc, I watched, like you, uh, uh, Christian Kirk. It, it didn't look severe at all, and it still – boggles my mind a little bit but it looks I I think he's going to need surgery by all indications and probably be out for the uh for the rest of the regular season at the very least what how does that happen well just tightly wound muscle that that none of us can sit here and think about (laughs) well there's that and there's the awkwardness of the move he made yeah that I think was it yeah yeah he turned awkwardly and he just hit things the wrong way but surgery acutely on what they're saying is some core injury. Yeah. You know, the first thing I thought if they had already operated on him, right. you can get issues with torsion of the testicles and things that are mm. emergent fix. Mm. 
that you know we'd have already heard that happen. Did he say testicles? Right? He did. Mm. You're did. allowed to say that. That sounds. Yeah, oh, that's, oh, but it sounds. It's painful. a medical term. And it would be painful. But mm-hmm. um, the other thing that you might fix relatively acutely would be if if the ligament detached or if you right. tore it off or right. tear the tendon from the bone. So if some if some tendon pulled off, mm-hmm. they may want to fix that acutely and repair that. Mm. Well, anyway, so uh, he'll be down for a while. Walker Little, hamstring. I did not practice yesterday. I would be shocked if he's able to go, uh, judging by. And, and this is a dumb question, but <laughs> as an offensive lineman or defensive lineman, can you play more with a hamstring than, say, if you're a wide receiver, cornerback? Yeah, you can. You're, you know, the... But you can get pushed back into your quarterback and wreck your season, too. Uh, obviously, but, <laughs> but the... apparently that was why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the sprinters... You know, their hamstrings come into play more right. so than the pushers. Right. Uh, Bretton Strange has a foot, but all of a sudden he did some non-contact thing in practice. Missed last week, and he's not practicing yet this week, so that would be a concern. I I would suspect he would be out. Zay Jones, I guess, is going to be limited throughout the rest of the way. He's got the knee. So, what, do you just try to use him when you can type of situation? I mean, the knee's not healed then? Well, if. It's probably an MCL. It was uh-huh. probably a higher grade than, you know, others. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's going to take three months to fully heal it. Um, right. Usually okay. have them playing it four weeks, six weeks without too much trouble. Okay. All right. We usually almost reserve this segment for the athletes. But in this case, it's a coach. And Mike McCarthy of the Cowboys yesterday, kind of emergency appendectomy, had to have a surgery on his appendix. They got a huge game against the Eagles. That that you're He back, says he'll be there Sunday night. You're back on your feet and, and there on the sideline by, by Sunday. Yeah, they do no that laparoscopically, okay. they call it. And uh, yeah, you're up and moving uh, next day, couple, three days, you're fine. A lot of people listening right now that fall into this demo between 40 and 70 maybe in these types of things. And uh, shoot, these can happen to young people. What What is the sign that you just don't have a cramp or a stomach ache and you're dealing with something more serious like, like that, which can lead to you know, even even more seriousness if you don't mm. take get it. Sure. Care of. Well, well, the appendix is in the lower right quadrant, and it's of a sharp pain, isn't it? And it it it's a deep down, really bad aching pain. Starts kind of dull, but what can happen over and if you push on it and kind of release it, and it really hurts, uh, those are rebound pain things, or in, I know, indicative of that. I know when I recently had the kidney stone, they checked for that also, so that would be a similar feeling. But I didn't have the the the. You know the rebound pain. Yeah, rebound and that's pain. The, the rebound pain. That's the the peritoneum around the uh, abdomen being irritated. But the thing that can happen with an appendix, it can rupture, and then, right. and then you get an infection, and yeah, yeah. it's really Septic bad. So and, yeah. absolutely. So it's not something to sit on. On okay. the uh, on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, I had a twisted testicle once. LOL, one of the most painful damn things I ever experienced. Yeah, it can be really bad, but those are usually uh, the blood flow can get cut off. So that would be something that. Probably would have already been done, but that that area makes me think of that. But uh, hopefully not. If that. you played the over three and a half on testicles, you're a winner. Congratulations, uh, Jordan Travis. That injury is that a career ender, or is that uh, oh, no. No. Okay. no, no, okay. no, 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 um, no. Let me see. There's a couple more on here. And actually, fractures heal very better than win. Yeah. Somebody wants to get PRP injections with Trevor's plasma because he's like a Wolverine with how fast he heals and recovers. Well, that makes sense. Yes. It's a you complete guys, transfusion. It's just a business idea here, Doc. Could you take, take the blood of, of stallion warriors of our golden prince and offer that to others for a high price? <laughs> the whole concept. You, know, you can do placental uh, you can do uh, things like that, but testicles, using, placentas. I mean, yeah, this thing's gone off the rails. Boy. Yeah, yeah. 
But you, hey, uh, the whole concept of the PRP is to use your own. Can stuff. I ask a dumb question? Yes, because I am dumb, boy. This uh, I, I'm smart about so many things. Yet this is such a base dumb question. Does blood replenish itself in the human body? It's sure. just a dumb, it does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we could bottle it, bottle it up and sell it piecemeal. Maybe Trevor could do that. Hey, Doc, uh, the goat is old and gnarly, and he's never been to school, but he can take the bacon from the worn-out army mule. Oh, have you what heard does that, that mean? before? No, it's dumb. Okay. The, the uh, goat, have you ever seen it? Oh, I'm he's sorry. Got, he's one, getting fired uh, another, up. Another I, memory of the Army-Navy game? Yeah. <laughs> Hit some guy, pounded him out of bounds, uh-huh. get up, and it's like, what in the world is that smell? And it was that stupid goat. That's Those goats smell horrible. Mm, take that horrible. Yeah. So, Doc, you're we gay. stole that goat. Good. I remember way. you told me yeah, the story when it, we were up there. We had it at our mess hall. Hick, you, awesome. you missed the Good trip. Luck stealing a, a, a you mule. missed the trip yeah. on campus. It was yeah. as good as Army Navy was. Uh-huh. I enjoyed going on campus at West Point more. I think. So, Doc, yeah. you played in the three-three tie back in '81. That was your what? Was yeah. that your game? Yeah. Yeah. Three-three. What a thriller that must <laughs> yeah. have been, huh? It's a barn burner. Hey, an offensive, oh, they, they, they got across the 50. What do we do? You know, it's funny. When I was a kid, Dan, <laughs> Georgia Tech was not a good football team. Dad, yeah. a Tech grad, you know, most years Tech was a, was, was a losing football team. And, uh-huh. well, you felt that way because back then there were only like six bowl games and hardly anyone went. But one of the biggest moments of, of, for Tech when I was a kid was they tied Notre Dame 3-3. I mean, three oh, three yeah. used to happen. Used to be a thing when oh, they yeah. ran the ball. 80 there may times have been three game. passes in the whole game. Of yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I never in Texas though. A lot of time uh, played in California. I thought uh, maybe Dallas, East Rutherford, New Jersey, uh, Baltimore. Point being, it's always been a cold weather game. So if a yeah. game here, that would be be much different. Next, wrong. next, uh, Foxborough, then back to Landover, Maryland, Baltimore, Maryland, East Rutherford, New Jersey, Philadelphia through twenty seven. Okay, so it's already locked and loaded. I got you. Great right. seeing you, Doc. Good luck this weekend, All right, Doc. boys. Go Army. <laughs> All right, let's fire up the hotline, the All-Pro Roofing Hotline. Bring in our man, Riley Skinner, with the Riley Report. Brought to you by Catlin. And- Riley, there's no hey. high school football this week, right? Oh, that's a not, shot. Not for some. Not okay. for some. All right. Oh. There's a All shot right. over there. No, that's not a shot. I was just saying. schedule this week. Okay. By the way, St. Aug plays today, so good luck to... Uh, oh, they do? Yeah. Yeah, good luck to them right. and Mandarin and Bradford. Cool. All good... Pro- all, what all- about Mandarin? When does Trinity play? Trinity lost a twenty to seven halftime lead and lost Oof. their game last week. Tough oh, way to they go lost? Out. Yeah. Man, the first <laughs> look at uh, the first three four teams we played. Oh yeah. This season are all in the state championship for the most part. How about part. that? Pretty yeah, that's wild. true, isn't it? Yeah. How about there's yeah. a t- hey Riley? There's a team, uh, Ocala Trinity Catholic. Did you play them this year? No. That's they, what Kerwin coached, isn't it? They, yeah, they are playing for a state title at 6-7, and seven, I believe. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? Oh, because yeah. they play a tough schedule and yes. they lose the big teams and then they beat up their division? Yeah, I guess so. Huh. so Is Coffee County in the state championship? Uh, that I don't know. Is that Georgia? We're going yeah. Georgia? That would have been – we played them, too. That would have been five teams we played all in the either state or Final Four. Huh. Pretty incredible. Huh. Yeah, Ocala Trinity Catholic is 6-7. and seven. Uh, they started the year kind of like you guys. They, they were one and one, one and two, one and three, one and four, one and five, and then uh, and then they got hot. Very similar. They did lose to Buholz forty-two to twenty. Um, but yeah, Buholz is good this year, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, Buholz. Yeah. 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 The team we play. Oh man, that that, that, that Miami New Orleans team. Were good they, gracious. Were they what you thought? You guys actually didn't play poorly. No, right? they. 20. I our, yeah. Our defense played out of our out yeah. of their mind. They yeah. played so well. Yeah. Um, they're deep. They have six D one <laughs> guys on the D line. 
Just on the D line. Yeah. Good lord. And you only play four. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? But they're one of their corners going to Florida State. He was uh anyways. Well, speaking, speaking, it was yeah. a good season. It was. Congratulations. Yeah, speaking, speaking of Florida State. Yeah, well, speaking of Florida State, you know what, what I've kind of said, Riley, is sometimes in sports and in sports fans, there's just not enough spots for everyone that's deserving. I mean, ask Penn State. Heck, remember Joe Paterno had like five undefeated seasons, never won a natty. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it just doesn't work your way. And, and in this case, I think two things can both be true, okay? The SEC champion should be in the Final Four. If you don't think the SEC champion is one of the top four teams in the country, in fact, the team they beat is also one of the top four teams in the country. Never mind that. So the SEC champ should be in. And FSU got screwed. Those things are both true. I mean, they are both true. Yeah, there's no, they're, 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 you know, this dismissal. You're going to have one or the other. Somebody was going to get screwed. Yeah. Somebody was going to get screwed either way. I, I'm, I'm distressed, Riley, at what has become like this. Granted, automatic assumption of head-to-head. It annoys me. I think Texas is head-to-head, trickled down to FSU. It's not their fault. And know what I mean by this is when Alabama beat Georgia, the committee had a problem. We know we got to put Alabama in, and gosh, well, we can't put Alabama not put Texas because Texas beat them. Correct. I really believe, and this is where the committee is so disingenuous, that if Georgia had beaten Alabama, FSU would have gone in at number four. They would have kept them right in order. They're just so spineless, that committee. They just 100%. Me. I mean, how can 100%. that be? How can you, you – uh, anyway, it so hurt, it, it your hurts me to It hurts me to say they're, they're spineless. My old, my old Wake Forest coach is on the committee, Jim Grobe. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts yeah. me to Jelly, say that. Jelly but, Grobe, you can call him now. But, but what, but what I, I'm with you in the fact that the head-to-head – like. They have this criteria that they they stand on these platforms and say, this is the criteria we use. These things carry weight. And so they have to, like, they have to follow through with what they're saying. So the head-to-head, they couldn't go back and say, well, this head-to-head, it was so early in the season, doesn't really matter. Like, if you're going to say head-to-heads are very important, then you have to take that into consideration. Yeah. And if – Florida State, look. I think they should those, matter, they, though. Everything, they got screwed. Everything they did, they deserved. They, I, I mean, it's – do I think – I think if you ask anybody in the country, if you had Alabama play Florida State right now, who would win? I think 9 out of 10 would say Alabama. And I would be one of those people. But you can't always just have that one right. argument yeah, that's think. at the end of the season. Then that, that means there's no reason to play the season – that means the eye test and the brand and, and all that just is going to trump it every time. And you're going to have the Michigan, Alabama, Georgia, you know, whatever. Those are going to be the guys that are going to be in. Because if you look on, if you look at the eye test, like sure, Alabama looks like they should have beat them, but it's hard for me to not. It's hard for me to unsee Alabama the week before with their starting quarterback. By the way, have a absolute miracle to get past an Auburn team that just got smoked by New Mexico State. Mm-hmm. And you look at Florida State, sure, they did not put up great, you know, a lot of points and yards offensively, but they played a Florida with their backup quarterback at Florida and won that game, right? And won it fairly convincingly, not 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 a blowout. And they went to a Louisville team who I mean, look, that was a really, really good defense as well. Mm-hmm. And you got one of the best, you got one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in all of college football, 
with Florida State, and you played their third string quarterback on a neutral field and still won. Like, well, let me ask you this: Is this not rattle around in anyone's memory banks that Clemson's got the ball on the daggum thirteen yard line and they miss a twenty nine yard field goal, or FSU'd be eleven and one? We don't remember that, huh? That ain't luck. No, I guess. we did. No, we did. No, I'm saying I, Florida State has not blown everybody yeah. out. Well, that, no, but I'm talking about specific end of the game. You are so lucky. If a kicker in today's day and age misses a 29 yard field goal, that in how much time was left in the game? Uh, um, was there? I think there was, there was still time. One forty-five. That's plenty of time. Yeah, I'm just saying plenty FSU could have come there back and won. There, there, there is plenty of time, and FSU tried to mount a drive to win the game, and they didn't. Yeah. So. No more time than had he made the field goal. FSU ultimately um, fourth and ten at the Clemson thirty-nine missed a pass. Yeah, so I don't know, guys. I still look at the <clears throat> Alabama fourth and freaking thirty-one. Oh, sure, and you, Mister yeah. Heisman, Jalen Milrose, and like that against a a very bad Auburn team. But like, it's, I'm sorry, uh, Riley. It's still but, it's, but, it's still a simple it's still thing, Alabama, though, Riley. And it's still what they did to Georgia. I look, yeah. it's. It's an unwinnable argument because right. you have an argument on all the different sides, and if there was a year to have the the eighteen playoff, this was it. Well, it's a simple. You got Brian Kelly said it best, and it's it's incredible that it didn't happen before. But there's five power conferences and there's four spots, so right. immediately that math doesn't work. And right. I, I personally believe, and I'm I, and I I'm convi- convinced. Jordan Travis was healthy. FSU would be in, or oh, and FSU and or two if yeah, they were in. and or and or uh, uh, if they had blown out Louisville, you know, everybody says well, double digit. They won by ten. It was an awful game. It was everybody. I mean, we it all was t- the they, first half was terrible. Yeah, and it was, was if, if, if they had beaten them twenty eight to nothing or whatever, thirty one yeah, to three, they would have got in. I, I, I'm, I I'm convinced of that. Now, look, I also am convinced of the power of the SEC. Okay, and by the way, they <laughs> if won. You, if you weren't ever convinced, yeah. you are convinced now. My of friend. course, and they've and 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 by the way, they've earned it. They make the most money. They pack the most places. They've won fourteen of eighteen national championships. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, blah, blah. yeah. well, you can blah 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 it all you want, but it's a fact. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to tell you. So, I know. And, and and again, I, know. I say all this saying for me, I've always been a what's the most fair guy. I would have put FSU in. But they weren't one of the four best, in my opinion. Now, again, and that, do, do we know that? Where, no, that's where but, I land. Yeah, that's where I land too. I would have put them in. Do I think Alabama would beat them nine times out of ten? Of course with their you back do. Yeah, but here's, yes, I do. Everybody but does. That doesn't matter. They deserve right. I, mean, I think Norville said it well. Like we found a way not to ever lose. Correct. These teams found a way to lose. Like mm-hmm. it all makes sense. It's. It's a lose-lose situation for whoever's on that committee making the decision. I, I feel, you, I, you know, can we can we really that, quick though? Yeah. Like three points, team hadn't friggin' lost in two years, and like Georgia, I, I know yeah, it's the huh. top. Sure. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that one. To they me, got I'm an like, argument too. Man. They accepted it. And they Here, were just like not even. Line, Here's I feel like in some ways like I'm on an island. This to me is such a bigger deal, and I can't get any agreement on no. it. I don't know if it's – what is it? Yeah, it's that – Head to head? No. Oh. You have one team. You're the committee. Mm-hmm. You rank the teams. You're not taking the media's rankings all year, and then you're making your own decision. You're ranking the teams. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how you can, on Tuesday, three mm-hmm. days before the games, mm-hmm. have FSU ranked number four playing number 14 yeah. and have Texas ranked number seven playing number 18. Yeah. And, and then and, Texas is. And, <laughs> and they both win and FSU falls a spot and Texas doesn't just jump, they jump four. That doesn't make any sense. All that <laughs> no. tells you is that the committee 
is a bunch of bold-faced liars. They never thought FSU was better than Texas. I so think they should have told them the day I think watching the games the that day, Texas annihilated yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State sucks, Dan. Louisville so sucks. No, they don't. Well, then Oklahoma State and Louisville can play, and then if they win, the winner of that yeah, will no, decide who gets in. No, you don't need to do in. all that. FSU, here's what you FSU don't think did. Oklahoma State can't play with Louisville? Here's what FSU didn't do. They didn't lose to Oklahoma. That yeah. trumps Oklahoma. Any difference between Oklahoma State and Louisville to me gets trumped by the fact that they didn't go lose to their rival. They didn't lose the game. Yeah. So yeah. Well, Florida. Florida like I said Florida uh, didn't help them by being no good. Yeah. The last uh, and two look, weeks. Yeah. And, and here's my thing though with 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 the yeah the quarterback's gone. I get it. But there's 21 other starters. Three are projected first round picks. A good team. They could have won on defense. They could beat mm-hmm. Michigan in a low scoring game and gave their shot. It's happened before. Yeah. You know you don't believe. so so that's where the whole. My good buddy, big Florida State guy, Ryan Hoskins, says, mm-hmm. no matter who you're going to put on, who Florida State would play, they have, I think, the two. And he, he's right. I think they have the two most talented players on offense and defense against anybody they play, in my opinion. Keelan Coleman and their, their DN. I can't remember the verse. name. Like, yeah, verse. Her, yeah, verse. I mean, like, they're they can play with anybody in the country. And I, I think, you know, it, it kind of stinks, though. If the backup quarterback, like, number one, he was going to play, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think they just, like, it's hard to unsee the third-string quarterback at Florida State in that first half of Louisville. And I think most people probably went to bed after that, did not really watch what was going on. And the third string compared to Rotomaker, I think, was a very big <laughs> difference, especially the way they called the game, too. And I I, I think, I don't know, I, I they just real. They just got screwed. I don't know what else to say. They yeah. just got screwed. Yeah, they did. I just know that. And, and Alabama's going to probably friggin' win the thing, which makes me. Mad. Which again, but that means that they got it right, though. You know, I way. know, so. which makes me mad, though. Yeah, they, I get it. You, if you gotta, if you have, it's kind of like if if you make the rules, you got to stick with the rules and like the process of how you just are stick get, to the like, rankings. What you tell people. Nothing happened rankings, for the right. rank. That's the problem that I just can't get past. The rankings, the rankings ju- just they, like they, they gotta, have these huge shows, you know, yeah. beginning of November. Well, it's like, again, Pross, who the I hate hell to do cares? this, but you know, this is all going to change in, in two to three weeks, depending on how everybody feels the week of the final selection. Yeah, Texas was a twenty-two point favorite, and FSU was an underdog. Yeah. So yeah, of course, we all knew this on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Right, that's all I'm saying. And you can go back and show you two weeks ago when the when the Everybody was talking about it. And said, There's a chance that this could happen, this could happen, and that's exactly what did happen. So Nothing happened between Tuesday and Saturday except FSU won and Texas won, and they jumped up four hey, but spots when the rankings and came out, one. When the rankings came out midseason, you're like, hey, FSU so should be happy they're fourth. So no, they te- shouldn't. No, you hold fight. on. So you're I mean, bring te- in Michigan then. Te- Let's bring in Michigan. Hold on. What could, no, I'm not going to hold on. No, I'm that's talking. Question. Bring in Michigan. What about Michigan? You know, they, they're they same as FSU. Why not FSU ahead of Michigan? Fair. Why not FSU ahead of Washington? Agreed. I mean, let's let's. I mean, so there's no real way when you got five for four, somebody gets left out again. That's all. I'm telling you. On Tuesday, these guys are four, and those guys the are seven. Polls mean nothing. Oh my gosh! Then why do they do them, Dan? I don't know. I don't know why they the do them. FSU Rob. got r- Riles, ripped off. Why do they do them? If I was playing, wouldn't you? For hey, TV hey, and entertainment. Hey, Riley, if you were trying to earn a playoff spot, and you're on the number four team. Wouldn't you think the polls matter? Wouldn't you think it says, okay, we're number four? Wait a minute. Win? So you didn't think this was going to happen? You were shocked at FSU. Were you shocked? Because we all saw it coming. Well, I didn't see it coming from the standpoint of Alabama beating Georgia. You thought if FSU goes out there and just wins against Louisville, they're in. 
I didn't. I I truly yeah I, I, did. I, I truly I did. thought they did. I did. I truly thought they I, did. I, I, I think I think, I think the my, argument they, of whatever they always say is look, just take care of what's on the field and everything will work out. And like yeah. they did in all facets of the game and had to do it. And they did, and then you just get undercut. It's like, wow. Yeah, I, I was surprised. That whole I narrative thought, has never, has never been Trump. I, I can understand if you, if you. Here's point. the problem. Again, there's three circles of logic. These, these, the, the boobs on the committee. The bottom line is, I think FSU can win an argument against Texas. <laughs> I don't but think they, they're. I don't think they they're couldn't. boobs. But yeah, but here's why they can't. They can't. The only reason they FSU can't win the argument against Texas uh-huh. is because Alabama won, and we got to put Texas in because they beat Alabama. That has everything to do with FSU. FSU should Correct. be in over Texas. Their 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 resume is better. They didn't lose their rivalry game. They didn't lose a game this year. Strength, strength of schedules. But they go well, back you know, LSU's to, great, to what the LSU's great. Strength of schedules. The numbers are right there. Fifty-five <clears throat> and five. I don't know what to tell you. Alabama's strength of schedule five. Uh, I'm talking Alabama's about Texas. Two, I moved off Alabama. Bama's okay. the SEC champion. I don't care okay. who beat right, them. Right. They should be in, in all my right. opinion. Okay. So. What was Florida State's strength of schedule? 55. I mean, they, well, if you combine the one-loss records of their teams, it was like 68 and 75. So, I, I you know, and uh, it's not their fault. It's, it's the good it, teams they, got, they played, they won. They got screwed because no, it, it, LSU this, lost three here, games. If LSU had beaten Bama, FSU would have got in. If Florida was any good, FSU would have got in. There here, were a lot of ways for them to get in that just didn't work out. And there's also this about strength of schedule. When you're a great team, strength of schedule is baloney. You got two or three games a year you can lose. Yeah. Do you win them or right. do you lose them? Yeah. When you're cruising, 18th-rate Kansas State may be good for your strength of schedule, but they ain't beating you if you're a contender. And so, to me, measure the two or three games that are losable games. Texas had two or three of those, and they lost one. Yeah. FSU had and two or three, and they didn't. Two comments. One, Florida State did everything they could. You have Florida Correct. and LSU as Correct. two of your four non-con. Like, yeah. get out of here. Yeah, they scheduled No one them. else. They scheduled. No yeah. one else is doing that. Well, that, two, that's not true. If you really, ahead. if you, well, I know, I know, there's <laughs> others, but I'm just saying they're they are of the minority at this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And number two, if you wanted an argument for us for Florida State to get the heck out of the ACC, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. that well, was not. This is not a good look. Again, let's not go back. Let's go look. back thirty years. I don't like it. Go I don't back, like it. Riles, go back thirty years. FSU could have went to the SEC. They wanted to go to the ACC. You know, I know. ACC this year voted to. Uh, not expand the playoff for this year. The ACC did him no favors, but the ACC doesn't like FSU because FSU doesn't like the ACC. So there's that correct also I'm factor saying, that figures I'm in. Saying, I'm saying if they would have gotten in, they, you know, whatever, have a possible playoff run, I, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Whether yeah. the ACC steps up, pays, I don't know what would have happened with the powers to be, but this does not help at all. Yeah, I think it stinks. For, like I said, I would have put him in. I just, it's, I, but I don't have as hard a time because – in my head, I can't get past these are the four best teams. That's what I think. Now, do I, I, do I think FSU could play with them? Hell yes. So I think you, I think you summed it up great, which is what I told my wife and everybody. I think they should have got in. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would have been one of the four best teams. Yeah. And that's I it. don't either. Like that. That's it. That's a tough. It's a I tough spot. I don't either. But I. It's you tough. know what. If that if that were used as logic, Oregon would be in the Final Four because the ten point underdog Washington Huskies wouldn't have got a chance to play them. Well, they got two losses. You always told me two losses. My is the point eliminator. is they were a ten point <laughs> favorite. That tells you what Vegas's point favorites are because yeah. that's also an argument. If FSU played Michigan, yeah. they'd yeah. be twelve point or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're just we're gonna, not giving enough credit to that's the defense. their job. Defensive though, that, football just, plays. They're, they're wrong. They could be wrong. They could be, but 
everybody who watches football would sit there and tell you, you're just hoping for no, dreams you know why? here. Okay, then why? You know what? This is the problem with that. <laughs> then why are we talking about Georgia? Because there's no one in the world doesn't think they're top four. I would agree. So who are you putting out for them then? Let's play that. All right. Then, then you're going to put right. in, Wait, wait. Hey, Rod, you're going to throw in two SEC schools? And two leave SEC it? teams. I mean, just by just by the eye. You want to see them go just, crazy? You know, Put in two SECs. The season, they just look better than everybody else. Let's throw them in. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, God. All right, my man. Well, we're up against it. So good stuff as always. This is fun, boys. It is good. Always enjoy banter. Love Thank having you, Riles. You demand. Appreciate you. <laughs> right. Have a good one. That's All the right. Riley Report brought to you by Catlin Chuck Accessories. Cat chats next. We're gonna give them, I don't know, a minute and a half. <laughs> this is the drill. Shark Coatings brings you the cat chat each year. We go to sharkflowcoatings.com, get those free estimates. That's boys right, that's right, that's right. Work told out the, your deals. Told the story last week, man. You can uh, you can still get your floor done before the holiday guests come over. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister signed somebody last week on Wednesday. The guy installed on Thursday and uh, was walking on on Friday. So, Would you, uh, our one-on-one financial poll question today, Cat, uh, here we go again. Would you play? Would you play Trevor this weekend if he's cleared by doctors and he wants to? Listen. Yes or no? Answer the question first, then you can. Then we'll listen. Yes, because yes. he's a cyborg. Forty nine point seven percent. No, fifty point three percent. Listen, you guys saw Men in Black, right? Yes, I did. You know that. You know there's there's some walking around us that are that are aliens, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all saw the Detroit game last year, right? Mm-hmm. You saw the leg last Gumby. year, right? Gumby. You saw the leg last year. You uh-huh. saw the leg the other night. Mm-hmm. He is a cyborg. He's mm-hmm. not real. Yeah. Like you can't you can't roll your nobody rolls their legs like that and still he walked out in some ugly slides. Hey, those were Yeezy yeah, slides, did. man. <laughs> he walked out in some, some ugly slides. <laughs> those were Yeezys, man. I think what he should do, and uh, one of the uh, Googans suggested this, still is ugly. Take, that, take, that, uh, <laughs> take that plasma out of him and sell it, that, that golden-haired Holy princely cow. plasma for sale. For And you, you get your PRP injection, you want his stuff in you. Have you seen I, – I, I know I'm, I'm – I don't know why I'm so limber today. I, I'm, being, yeah. I'm being over the top of it, but I've mm-hmm. never seen – Yeah. I've never seen guys get – Two roles like that, and and the dude is like he played the next week, and I think he's gonna play this week. Yeah, he might. He walked in in slides. Oh, no. to he the... didn't practice yesterday. But I, it's it's dude. If you can walk like that, I don't know. It, it, we'll see if you, just I, I knowing think his track record. I mean, it would seem that he will. He, I think he'll play. I don't know how effective he'll be. I don't know, but I think he'll play. I swear. I, just based on how about what they're sh- saying. I mean, Doug Peterson. The, when he met the day after, you could already tell it was better than they thought because sure. he spoke in those terms. And then to see Trevor walk up without a boot? Crazy. I mean, you Crazy. put a boot on a sprained toe these days. But how about we try some of that stuff the Bengals did to us? Snap, throw. Snap, throw. Like, right. they, God, the quick stuff. So he Especially doesn't have to early. Wor- Especially yeah. early. So he doesn't have to worry about it. But, yeah, I think he's going to play I because I think he really – he said it. I think he really cares about the – like, make playing every game. Oh not, yeah, you know, like that's big to him. Like that's a that's a huge thing. But he did say yesterday, I'm not going to put the team in he jeopardy. Won't. You know? He won't. But it's a hard listen. He's got that Mahomes in him. He doesn't. He's not as. Go back and look at the the Netflix or the Mahomes mic'd up when he got hurt against the Jags and Andy Reid said, "You're out." No, I'm not. The hell, oh, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. yeah, I'm in. No, yeah. no, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. No, you're not. Same injury. And it looks like his was worse. Yeah. Looks, yeah, yeah. So, so I think that that element that's in these guys will he will he doesn't want to put the team in jeopardy, but in his mind, I think he'll play. In his mind, I'm the best option, no matter what. He's right. Did you just flick me off? 
No, it's like this. If he okay. has, yeah, if he's got a <laughs> leg and a this. half, he's right. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take a ho- I'll take a hobbled Trevor Lawrence over mm-hmm. C.J. Beathard all day long. I uh, there was a London news anchor last night who was on, and they were counting her down. They count you down to the end of the show, as you know, yeah. five, yeah, yeah. four, four three, three, two, and so to be funny, uh, she was counting down with him, and she spun it and did one. Whoopsie. And she- <laughs> Whoopsie. Came out on live. Whoopsie. Oh, they oh, busted her. Whoopsie. Oh, so no. she's like, I was just kidding. You know, it happens. Um, oh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'll have you guys know I'm, I've come off the, the, the ledge that I was on uh, From? Tuesday, Tuesday morning when I was texting you guys. That was tough. You uh, were, you, yeah, oh, yeah, we were worried about I was you. irate. Yeah. I was, I was, we didn't lose because of the officiating. There were a couple of bad spots along the way. That ain't why we lost. Yeah, don't get me started. Yeah, I'm not. Don't, you're yeah. not allowed. So we yeah, I'm not getting started. No, we're going to shut that down. That was not down. holding. Eh. Uh, I'm, all right, I'm not going to. It's not you. holding. Whatever, it's sketchy, but, you know. It's not holding. That was not holding. We won the game. The, <sighs> Ridley catches the ball. We kick the field goal. The game's over. We yeah. win. Or if we make the 43-yard well, no, field not goal. Not necessarily. We make the field goal. We have to score a touchdown to win. Uh, we would have scored a field goal. We're on, the the yard, we're on the three-yard line. Have you seen us in the red zone? Or <laughs> short in short yardage? I said we weren't going to talk about this. You're I said, right. I said I wasn't going to get fired up again. Let's move on to a. Let's move on to Florida State, as you guys seem like you're. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing any more of that. That was the last one. We have Riley. He's no, been weighing in all year. I know. I, I know you're kidding, but yeah. for the audience, who's now some of them gripping again? No, I'm with you on that. I'm tired of the story to death. To me, to just, me, don't go to the boycott level again. I said something earlier today. I can see why Danny Cannell was stuck in the middle of two championship winning quarterbacks, and with the program at his prime, he was never going to be animal competitive enough to win. He he's suggesting that they boycott. Yeah. Well yeah. nice job. You what listen, a what a, a lack a, of competitor you are. What a loser. Look, Danny Let's let's take our ball and go home to where are you from again there? Where, what part of Lauderdale? What part of the mean streets you from, Canell? Hey Danny. Come hey, Danny, on man. I know you're listening. Danny, I know you're listening That's out weak. there. Mm-hmm. And uh mm-hmm. and and my pops my pops has a message for you. Yeah. Ninety three? Yeah. Ninety three. Yeah. Ninety three, Danny. Yeah. 93. Yeah, in either way. But it's totally different. No, it's not totally yeah. different. What about 2000? What about, what about when what, Miami happens. beat FSU? It they happens. each had one loss. FSU got the gift of playing Notre for the Dame title. Beat FSU. They forget all these things. So I I'm not. Look, I, all of it. I, I'm giving our opinion. I'm not carrying the banner for FSU fan. At the end of the day, when you keep wanting, you do sound like a bunch of babies, especially when you start talking about boycotting and, you know, all that nonsense. You got screwed for sure, but oh well. Have look. you watched um, <clears throat> Hard Knocks Dolphins? No. Okay, have you? I have not, In no. season? Mm-mm. No. E, have you? Uh, I haven't. I need you guys to watch one episode. And I, Didn't Mike McDaniel get caught vaping on the sideline last year? Yeah. Did he? About, I don't remember I that. I thought he did, yeah. He, right? He yeah. vaped. He had a I little thought vape. he did. He had the thing. He put his hand yeah. up. I'm not surprised. cloud came out. E, yeah. E, as, as, a, as a fellow one who partakes, <laughs> you can tell it when... It was tobacco. So, no. Uh, you can tell when somebody's on a little... Pick me up. Uh, depends on the person. I, do, I don't think would, he's on weed. He would, it's tobacco. It's nicotine. Hundred yeah. percent on weed. He's in the middle of the game. Not smoking weed on the sideline. I just tell you, watch the hard knocks. He's up there talking. He's a hey guys, we're gonna bleep and bleep, bleep, bleep. I just no. I said that's his personality. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you this right now. He was not hitting a weed vape on the sideline. I didn't say he was. Oh, I thought you said he was. I'm just telling you. I know that he vapes. Yeah. And I'm going to go another step and suggest that he put some funny stuff in the vape oh. stick. Not during a game. No, but during the week. During oh, the week, sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. On the, I'm talking about the one on the sideline. I didn't say that. Hit. Did not oh, say that. Oh, that's what I thought you were saying. No, like, you wouldn't too. do it during a game. I'm just pointing out that if you're willing to vape, you might be willing to put the funny stuff in the vape at some point to help you through the week. Now, listen, injured players do fill their soda cans with 
with booze do. on yeah. the sideline when they're standing on the sideline. Yeah. Shout out to Big Sofa. <laughs> oh, Dang. Wow. wow. Out there in the listening hey, audience listen, today. listen, he's told the story. He I might be breaking, waiting on you out there. I ain't breaking any news. Uh, Big yeah. Sofa was back in the 90s. He was injured. That's a cat, the, Sofa. My that favorite story like this, I'm not going to out the I'm not going to. He told the story. I got a great story. He still puts the big in Sofa, by the way. You may want to think about <laughs> Big Bigger. He's the bigger Sofa. That's my duty. I, I got a great story along those lines that I'm not going to. I think the. I can't. I'm not sure the player would let me say what specific player is, but let's say there was a player at Ju who was a pitcher who was on the scout team, so he's never counted okay. on pitching. He's on the team, oh, okay. so when you're that guy and you never play, you're up in the stands and you and you kind of score the game yeah, and you keep yeah. up with the pitches. And because that was his role, and he had not been in the game all year long, you know, you get to the point at the end of the year, your girlfriend's feeding you beers in a in a in a styrofoam cup, right? So he just, my man's just tracking the game, pounding, you know, five, six beers and doing it all. And the, everything goes to heck in a handbasket. And, and the coach calls him out of the stands to come. He's going to pitch the next day. Oh. Yeah. So he went out there about, you know, Oops. half cocked and had the best <laughs> inning of yeah, Who was it that threw the perfect game? Uh, High the, as a kite? Yeah, no. No, it was 70s. on LSD. It was uh, uh, Doc Ellis? Was yeah, that who it was, Nick? <laughs> was that Ellis. a perfect game he did great. on that? Or no hitter? I think it was no hitter. It was a great story. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But, I, all right, fine. I called out Big Sofa. I'll call myself out in light of the recent news. Uh, I will admit that I, I took some things from the, the Jags when I worked there. Um, not, not 22, 22 million, okay. <laughs> which I now I'm sitting here going, man, I, I really should have kept taking stuff. Uh, well, but, he's going to go to jail, so maybe you should. Okay, know. yeah. I so think I, you did the right thing. Good call. Good call. But twenty-two <laughs> mil, I would. You know, we'd have done it smarter. We were talking about that. Like, once you had that, wouldn't you have been like, you know what, guys, I don't really want to work here anymore. Like, yeah, why wouldn't you walk away after two mil? At some point, I, I don't know what. I don't know what makes you keep going. That's the thing. I don't. I guess once a thief, always a thief. I don't know. But that greed. Man. Yeah, greed. We, it's agreed. Uh, you look around and nobody says anything right. at one million. So, hey, let's go for three. You look around, nobody says anything at three. After hey, let's you go for the, ten. Let's go for ten. I want that Tesla, and I want to fly to Vegas six times a on year. On a PJ. On a everybody, private jet. Everybody. Uh, Guys, I got this one. What? Got all I mean, is he picking up the tab he's with the boys? It's oh, definitely. If he takes the boys to Vegas on the private jet and he's paying, don't the boys go, dude, What? what how much are they paying you down there? No, yeah, they, they probably didn't care. They knew. Or, they knew. Or, or the homies knew for sure. Uh, the homies oh, let's get it for Aiden a bet and let's go get some more. <laughs> it's a lot of Jag bucks. It's a lot of Jag bucks. <laughs> a lot my, of Jag my thread bucks. with the former Jag employees were joking. It's a lot of Jag bucks. And yes, Jag all boys. Jag bucks are the things they Jag, used to give out Jag inside bucks, the stadium. Yeah, Jag bucks back when paper and stuff. You could yeah. so Jag bucks were were dollar bills that were like <laughs> had Jags on them. Yeah. And so they were in. You know, I I got some as Jackson for uh -huh. you know as part you of give my them allotment. out to the fans. Yeah, you're supposed to yeah. get some, and so but I also knew where the the drawer was and ticketing where they were kept, and yeah. so yes, uh, truth I, is coming out why he was fired. I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just wasn't big a scandal. Yeah, uh, due million. to the loss of twenty two thousand Jag bucks, <laughs> we have decided to let the listen, mascot go. Listen, I may I may or may not have. Uh, grabbed some stacks and walked into the stands to my friends and handed stacks them and money racks, so they baby. could so they could buy beers. Listen, um, that they spend so much money. Yeah, he could have gotten in trouble just for stealing the reward money, like the re your 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 bonus points on the credit card, like oh. that alone for the purchases you could have gotten a hundred thousand dollars. But no, that wasn't enough. Twenty two million dollars is beyond reason, bro. And, and it, Beyond reason. It's, Help me out here. It's like over a four or five year period. Yeah, right? correct. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you're doing the books. You got to be it's going. Everybody gosh, it just doesn't add up. Every story of embezzlement <laughs> that I ever see, it always starts small. Yeah. It starts small and you don't get away and you yeah. don't get away. You're yeah. playing the market. Oh, my God, I need some more. You know, whatever. I just. All right. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, like, like everything. It's it, not with, a good look, though. With, no. with everything in sports we talk about all the time, whether it's live golf, whether it's this ball rollback, whether mm-hmm. it's the FSU, the, you know, follow the money. Listen, follow that's the, money. the fact of life, guys. Amen. Follow the money, this ball rollback, Amen. all that stuff. NIL. It is. NIL, it's just, you can get mad at it. My brother was irate. I'm talking to him about the FSU thing, and he's like, this is not fair. <laughs> Chris, we went to Virginia Tech. Like, yeah. who cares? Yeah. Like, why do <laughs> 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 you care? And he's yeah. so fired up. I'm like, yeah, guys, yeah. who cares? Either watch the games or don't watch the games. But I've said this before. Fans control sports. Fans control the sports. And if fans ever put together a union as strong as yeah, the players, we can't union, do it. We're too fractured. Know, we're too we all fractured. have different fans. Bunch of scabs. Different things. Yeah. Bunch of scabs out here. But if we did, you could dictate the price of, of admission. But fans won't. And, it, and it's like you can either go watch the games or don't watch them. It's just – but getting upset over it is silly. Like like you said, I, it, somebody well, had to get left out. Somebody's going to get left I out. I know, but – I understand. If you're FSU fan, of course it. you get upset. If it was Virginia Tech, I'd be pissed. Correct, I'd and be you pissed. should be. And that's I get that. So that part I do understand. Uh, but at some point, it's done. The good news is this is the last year that we're going to yeah. care about that. My brother goes, no, it won't. What 13, about 13 14? 14? I'm like, yeah. nobody's going to care about yeah. 13, 14. They, they will 15. if it's your team, but again, will, but it ain't going to carry on like this. I'm talking ne- people who aren't, didn't go to your school won't Correct. be fighting for your school Correct. on 13. Uh, from the uh, text sign designed by Lifetime Enclosures, time to name. Guess that drinker. I used to work for the opposing teams who came to play the Jags. There was a defensive lineman who oh, would no. drink a 12-pack of Bud Light at halftime <laughs> by himself. He was playing for the Texans at the time. I saw it. Gary Almost, Walker. Uh, you know, I'm going Will Fork. <laughs> Somebody. A 12-pack. He's, he's swearing by a 12-pack of Bud Light at halftime. Uh, I love yeah. it. Oh, the, the, back in the day, the the beer, the cart from the, the walk-in beer cooler mm-hmm. would come down the hallway. And shout out to Mike Perkins and everybody. There was stops. And, and I learned this from Perkins. Because mm-hmm. Perk, at, at the end of the game, like mm-hmm. the beer would just show up and it'd be there. So post-game. So I started in the suit. They weren't going to bring it to my locker room. But I, uh, I would go down to the... At the two-minute warning would end. Yeah. I'd hit the two-minute warning, do the We Are Jaguars mm-hmm. one more time. Mm-hmm. If the game was in hand, I would head into the tunnel there at the north, and I would go into the beer cooler, at, still in costume, mm-hmm. and I'd, gra- <laughs> I'd grab a box, and I'd throw a bunch of beers in it and go down the hallway and shout out to Paul Vance out there, who was the lead counsel at the time. I'm cruising down the back hallway. Game- I don't like these shout-outs that you're incriminating person <laughs> no, after no, person. No, no, they're not incriminated. <laughs> they were the ones mad at me. They were the ones mad at me. Okay. So I'm, I'm going down Sorry, the hallway. Sorry, Big Sofa. He doesn't remember. So I'm going down. I'm going down the rubber hallway uh-huh. back there that Trevor was walking on, mm-hmm. uh, and I got the, <laughs> I got the box of beer under my arm. I'm on the scooter still in costume. Oh yeah, totally in costume. Is the game over or we're in game? It's just it just ended. ended. So people are in the hallway. Paul Vance sees me, and I look like this, and I see him look at me, and go by, and I'm like, uh oh, this is gonna get a call. Uh-oh. And so the next day he goes, Curtis, what are you doing? He's yeah. like, what are you doing? We got we got families walking in the hallway, yeah. and I'm like, well, they shouldn't be in the hallway. <laughs> just doesn't get it. Insubordination. He doesn't get it. Yeah, that's why he's fired. You're many I was of the reasons. 21. I was over 21. I was allowed to drink. What's wrong yeah, with that? But you're representing the team. You can't go riding around like public? you're at spring break, it's cat. A, it's no, it's break. not that. It's just that the attitude is, well, they shouldn't be in the hall. Right. <laughs> I know that. You can't go right. If there's no one in the hall, you can't go zipping by the players who just beat butt for three hours. As you love to like say, Like you're at Daytona on a. He's on like, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's our version of Dom. 
Yeah. As you love to say, Jeff, it's a bit. And I, uh, okay. I'm joking. I didn't know I, that. I, I joking. thought you no, were I'm, going I, to get drunk. No, I'm joking. I did I did have the beer, but what I did moving forward. <laughs> I did have three. I didn't have But I didn't eight. say that to Paul. I didn't say that. I'm joking. Right. No, no, no. I know that. What I did moving forward. But it is your attitude. That's genuine. <laughs> to me, no. no. Attitude. What, what attitude. It, what I did moving forward to make sure the kids didn't get harmed by seeing the mascot with beer. Just put it in a Dr. Pepper I, case. Yeah, exactly. I grabbed a toilet paper box and I would put the beer in that and yeah. put it in the toilet paper box Sharp. of beer. Sharkfloorcoatings.com. It's the cat chat. It's always lively and we enjoy it. Bye back tomorrow resumes. Oh gosh. Talk about the Jags here a little bit. Jags now the four seed. Who would they be playing in the playoffs this week? Uh, They would be playing the five seed. I guess that would be... Uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, that'd be a nice one. Not sure how long that's going to last. Uh, who knows, man? It, These, it, we, like I said, the Steelers, the Colts, and the Browns, I wouldn't be shocked if all three of them aren't in the playoffs. Well, what's uh, interesting right now about, about the playoff chase, it's this kind of year in the NFL... If you have a two-game win streak, you're mm-hmm. back in you're back in the playoff field. If you have a two-game losing streak, you're suddenly ninth. I mean, it, it's 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 percolating from like five to ten in each conference. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I think the Texans, the Bills, Broncos, or Bengals. I I would almost like parlay that. And I don't know, you can't. But I I really think. And the Steelers, they find ways, so they might be able to hang in there. I am not, and the Colts play good, but I'm not sold on the Colts. I'm not sold on the Browns, uh, and I'm not sold on Pittsburgh making well, it's, the postseason. It's, it's interesting to me. Uh, there's uh, there's an offshoot of what you just said. If you mm-hmm. do, if you think that the Broncos, the Bengals, and the Bills, yeah, yeah, could surge back in, yeah, then you also think the Chiefs will not be the top seed this year because they play all three of those teams. Okay, and they also play go. the Chargers, who are right behind. So. Mm-hmm. If if one or two of those do surge back in, it means Kansas City is indeed going to go about you know eleven and six this year, and won't have that top seed, which makes the makes it much different from the most years that that Kansas City has been in. As we've talked about, Mahomes never played a road playoff game. It's hard to believe. Unbelievable. Dream Finders homes everywhere you want to be. Twenty plus Jacksonville communities in the best locations. In the end, who gets the one seed? If you had to like. Who wins the one seed in the in the I'd AFC? Have to, you know, it's so hard to guess. No, well, you can't guess. You, what you have to do is look at each team's schedule right now. Yeah. That would take a while. Nine oh four. Thank you. Yeah, it, you know, I I'd have to look between Miami right now between the Miami, Miami Dolphins and Baltimore Ravens and their schedules and who's I, doesn't Miami have a fairly easy schedule coming home? Did we uh, talk about that or no? Here, well, they've me. got Tennessee at home this okay. week. Easy. They've got the Jets at home. Easy. They have Dallas okay, and at Baltimore tough. and Buffalo. So they have no, three tough, tough ones. Yeah, and three they tough ones. By the way, they haven't beat winning teams. Boy, that, the, the Baltimore against Jacksonville and Baltimore against Miami will go a long way in determining the top seed. If that Baltimore wins those two games, they will be the top seed. Yeah. Does Baltimore play Kansas City? I don't believe so. No. Right? They did not play them, and they won't. But So there's there's an example. I would give um, – but but who does Baltimore – You know, Kansas City plays Buffalo. Cincinnati. At Denver, New England. 
Vegas, Cincinnati, and the Chargers. Oh, so Denver's over. I got the Vegas yeah. confused. But Vegas yeah. gave them a game last time they played a couple weeks ago. The Chiefs yeah, they got aren't Vegas the same. No, I know. No, they're not losing that game. Don't get me wrong. I think the Chiefs lose one more. Uh, the Ravens uh, got the Rams, the Jags. They got to go to San Francisco. They've got Miami. So, yeah, they've got losable games. It's, yeah. You know what? I'm not going to get on this train after we just. No, we're not. Yeah. We're not. But but if you look at these other schedules. Not the way the trenches are playing. Correct. But if you do look at these other schedules. That's fair. So those are the three in front of us. The Jags by far have the easiest schedule of those four teams. Yes. Yes. You're right. I mean, That's you know, fair. Really important to go find a way to win this week, even with a backup quarterback, Dan, because you know what good contending teams do? Yeah. They, they go win back. games with backup quarterbacks. And they bounce back. Sure they do. You know, they got to, they you got to, you know, you know what you need? You need to defer the kick and give them a three and out mm-hmm. and let them know early that this defense is coming to play today because they did not come to play Monday night for whatever reason. They got dominated, and it's still hard to wrap my mind around how poorly the defense played because yeah. we haven't seen that I all year. I would expect it again. I would expect it to be a one-off. If it, if well, it, that's not true. We have seen it, but we haven't seen it as much. Well, there's also this. I mean, that, that is a reality, and it should be taken into effect as we look. You know, there's a lot of ways to look into this. There's a lot of ways to look at this game this week. Okay. You know, I mean, there's a lot of issues here, and primarily the 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 health and injury situation uh, of Trevor Lawrence, first and foremost. But the Browns are not a good offense, Dan. Right. They're not a good offense. And we don't know who's starting for them at quarterback. They got this 21 week, right? points a game, and they've been they they've got they've scored 21 points a game. They're you know they're at 320 yards. Mm-hmm. The Jags, for example, are at 350 yards and 24 points a game. I mean, their their offense has struggled. Ironically, you know what's interesting, The too? defense has been much better at home. I gave you those numbers, but yeah. the offense has been less scoring at home. You know what's interesting reason. is uh, Kareem Hunt's no longer the player he once was. No, Jerome Ford is their number yeah, one Yeah, he's guy averaging right three yards a carry. Jerome Ford is their guy. He's got 647 yards, 4.2 yards a carry. But again, I don't know if we're getting DT. I, I would guess we're getting Flacco or DTR. I don't think we're getting P.J. Walker. I think they're done. But all three of those guys are 50% passers, gang. Their offense is, is, is struggling. It's terrible. You've got to play well. And, again, the weather is is going to be a factor. Yeah. You know, it is. It's going to be snowy slash sleety slash rainy and windy and cold and just what you would expect in Cleveland in mid-December. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Just off the top of your head, guess mm-hmm. this number. Donovan Peoples-Jones. You know who he is. Yeah, they traded him. He's oh, not on the team. He's not? No, he's with Detroit, I think. He got traded out. Yeah. Okay. He played seven Eli- games. He had eight catches. Yeah, I guess Elijah Moore is probably there in the second. Elijah Moore is 47. And probably Njoku is third in catches. Njoku is one. 53, 50, and 47 with Moore, Njoku, and Cooper. I thought Cooper would have led. Cooper has, has 50, 50 catches. Njoku has 53. Elijah Moore is 47. Hmm. So. What a what a dog Thursday nighter we ended up with tonight, huh? Oh gosh! Just the kind of game the Steelers will go out and lose, and they will just be ready to march to Tomlin Again, out of town. If we weren't tanking, maybe. Yeah, they're tanking, aren't they? The Patriots are tanking. Oh, the weather is the weather forecast has gotten a little bit better. It's now a fifty degrees. They're saying at game time. We have a Dreamfinders home pop quiz. It sounds like to me. A little razzle dazzle. Oh wait, that's like current go. conditions. Never mind. Oh dang. So this morning, Jeffrey and I was talk. We'll bounce around about sacks. And uh, Jeff, how many sacks do the Jags have right now? You say twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah, twenty six yeah. through twelve games. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I was uh, doing a little digging. And okay. I'm gonna set the over under at a six because I, uh, I'm kind of in my degenerate ways right now. And okay. Gentlemen, I want to ask you guys. So, uh, the Jaguars have seven players. Mm-hmm. Who has a sack on this team? Oh, we can get these. Okay. We fi- <laughs> 
this year. One thing we yeah. follow. Uh-huh. One thing we follow. <laughs> we pretty good on that. Is sacks. Yeah. There's, there's one that's like, oh, I right. think we may go perfect on it, but we'll take our time here. Josh uh-huh. Allen, obviously. Uh-huh. Chase on and Walker. Those yeah. three you have the most. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, Roy Robertson Harris, I know, has at least one. He has one and a half. Uh-huh. Uh, Smoot got one, didn't he? Oh, hang on. Uh, Not yet. Okay. I think he does. Though. I think he got one. Yeah, because how many? Some. How many did you say there are? There's seven. Six total. There's seven guys. Okay, let's go with Smoot. Hold on, let me get y'all right real quick. You know what I'm saying? Let me get y'all right. All right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so how many have we got? Oh, I know who has. Y'all got Josh Allen, y'all got Trevor Walker. We got five. Y'all got Roy You're, Robertson, Harris, and y'all say Smoot. So Your MVP four. is Foyer. Yeah. I know he has some. Foyer has two and a half. Yeah, he yeah. Had two in one game. Yeah, Foyer's been big. Uh huh. Uh huh. So there's somebody else with one. Y'all are missing two. Yeah, we're missing two. Yeah, we're missing two, two guys. Seven guys have sacks. How many have we named? We named Smoot. Smoot. Yes. Chase on. Chase on. Allen. Oh, okay, y'all said Chase on. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jeff said Chase on. Roy Robertson Harris. Okay, so we have six. We need one Aloha more. Con. Who's the sixth? Yeah. Oh, that's five. No, uh, we've named six. We need one more. Yeah. So y'all have named Josh Allen, Trayvon. Foyer, Caleb on Roy Robertson, Smoothie Smooth. Yes, that's There's six. One more. It's one. It's, hey, and I'll okay. tell you this: There's 26 sacks. Um, y'all have gotten 25 and a half. Did so he, th- oh, so this one dude got a half a sack. Uh-huh. I think okay, it's, it's a DB. It's it's um. It's either Jenkins or I was thinking it's like Led. Did Led better not get back in there on no. one of those sacks? Or one no, of those it's dudes? a DB. It's it's either uh, Herndon. Herndon blitzes off the corner a lot. Could be Cisco. We had the one guy. I thought he got a full sack. Um, I envision, I envision, I envision Cisco back there, but I'm not positive. So all we've got everything, but we've but Herndon for, blitzes a lot. Hasn't Herndon gotten home at least half or a we, half? We've 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 gotten we've accounted for every every bit, but a half. half a sack. <laughs> yeah. So it it is going to be forgivable if we can't come up with this last guy. Herndon blitzes the most. I have this feeling of one of those pockets where they collapse and there was. Five defensive linemen there that one of those big fat defensive linemen got their half. No, but I, I also I, re- I also remember a game and I thought it was I don't think it's Herndon. I think it's Jenkins or Cisco. I'll tell y'all this. Y'all said his name already. Okay. Yeah. All right, so it's either Okay, well I'll I'll compromise then and I'll go I I'll go Cisco over Jenkins if we're gonna go with one of those two. Okay, well no. I, I lean towards Herndon, you lean towards Ledbetter, so I'm compromising I, I and we'll go with Cisco. I, I, yeah, I don't want to. And we should, but, and, but we're positive. It's not a. I'm not positive about any. This is guessing. I'm trying to envision in my head a half a sack where one of these guys gets up to celebrate, and for some reason I can see number five, I, but I'm not positive. I'm not positive. Um, I'm guessing. No, I, I, I see Cisco too. Actually, I think it's. Let's end this nonsense. Let's go, Cisco. Cisco. Ah! Which game was it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Ah! Let me go find Cisco here somewhere. Cisco got Josh a half. 13 and a half. Trayvon with five. Foyer with two and a half. Caleb on Chase on with two. Roy Roberts one and a half. Smoot with one. Cisco with a half sack. Since 2014, there's only been one official home builder of the Jags. That's DreamFinders Homes. Quality built homes. Speedy move-in process. 20-plus communities. Best location in Northeast Florida. Listen, go to DreamFindersHomes.com for all your move-in ready homes and step up your game. It's a custom tree surgeon's Thursday on the drill. All right, we have uh, some fair questions rolling in on the uh, text line. That's after, the song, E. But I'll add to it based on the um, Patel mm-hmm. fleecing apparently been going on down at the stadium. Hey, if we're going to start prosecuting for the, those who have been stealing from the Jags, well, let's don't stop there. How about Hugh Douglas? How about Marquise Lee? What about Jerry Porter? Jerry Should he Porter. be going to jail? Yeah. 
Bryce Pop. Bryce Pop. Some money. Yeah, there's a few along the way. What was the, what was the cornerback? Aaron Ross? Yes. Yeah, I want yeah. a ton of money, though, I don't okay. think. But he owes us some. He can owe us some back. Well, uh, sure. It's been a rough year for, for Jaguar, like off the field. It won a, with a, a great guy and DJ Hayden and that tragedy. Oh. This is Sergio Brown's story, dude. This dude was playing safety here, and he's, by all accounts, murdered his mother. Yeah. He was a locker Around room Illinois. guy. He was a locker room guy, too. Like, yeah, I room. mean, I, I think, again, when they do the research at the end of the, of, you know, we're going to find things. Yeah, it's a shame. That's just an awful story, man. I don't know what. I I just I just bring it up because he actually was in court yesterday. I had to plead. He's pleaded not guilty. But if you haven't followed that story, here's a pro tip: don't. Yeah. Nothing to see here. No, yeah. Just just a terrible, but just a terrible dark uh, story. Uh, let's uh, go to the hotline here, and goodness knows where it'll take us. But Joe Hughes. Hello, you. Standing by. Hello, Joseph. Hey, I got to take, before I get to my take, though, um, has that bucktooth moron, Colin uh, Cowherd, apologized? Uh, no, but I like your description, though. Yeah, I he, doubt it, but he was uh, proven like a, the, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's just Listen, not, I'm okay for he's getting. He's got a big forearm, man. I mean, yeah, it, Right. He's got a big forearm. So when I say that, when I text my cousin, I'm like, bro, is he walking to, to, to McClendon General Hospital somewhere or something? I mean, it's a long way. Right. I mean, that's fun and good, but he's, I mean, there are people who literally are like, oh, they're a poverty price franchise. They don't even have a golf cart. I mean, yeah. it's stupid. It's dumb. People okay. really think that? Hey. It's one thing to have poke yeah, exactly. fun. Like, we we were lighthearted. We just come off a loss. Hey, what, did you loan it to the baseball grounds? Of course we knew they had one they could have used it. I knew that all along. <laughs> Silly. Yeah. Uh, hey, on this Florida State thing, this is um, – why I tell people to be nice to people and don't make enemies. Um, a couple of things. On that committee, and the committee, you know, did what they did. But earlier in this year, uh, Florida State was very adamant and vocal. And instead of just behind the scenes doing what they had to do, expressing their displeasure with the ACC, they're going to leave, they're going to break the grant of rights and all that. You know, Lil Wayne said it best. Real G's move in silence like lasagna. <laughs> so when the ACC has a chance to screw you and you've got diehard Jim Grobe, ACC guy on the committee, you've got the chair of the committee being Boo Corrigan, and they have a chance to either be very courageous and leave the SEC out or, or, or screw Florida State, Yeah, I mean, they're going to make that call. So arguments could be made different ways about why they did and why. But they, when you make an enemy publicly like that, there's no reason to burn bridges like that. Well, I think um, it factors in. I mean, you'd be silly to think it doesn't factor in. I mean, um, yeah, 100%. And also, something was said yesterday. Uh, I was in a meeting with a guy, and he's a big Florida State guy, very big. And uh, he said, Stephen A. Smith said this, and I agree with it. He said that if Prime was the head coach of Florida State, they wouldn't have left him out. About well, they would have because he wouldn't have won all his games, but I'm pumped. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sportsman of the Year and all, but one and seven and one and eight in the last nine doesn't tell me that he'd have FSU where Mike Norvell did. But if he did, what do you guys think about that? If he yeah. was undefeated head coach as far as they given the, the – Are you leaving the, uh, the know, SEC team out? Value. Are you leaving the SEC team out? I don't know. They probably I would say Texas. no. I would say no, he, probably, he wouldn't have got him in. If he, now, if you're talking about maybe Texas, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, no, we, I mean, good God, man. We've got so many scenarios. Now we got to go to these totally hypothetical ones. Hmm. 
I mean, we've got so it's many. Also, it's also unfair that Washington and Michigan dodged the scrutiny that FSU had to endure. I mean, exactly. their, their, their seasons yeah. weren't any better than Florida State's. I know. But, hey, but, we not, but their quarterbacks didn't get hurt. Uh, that's true. So that's the I, one. That is you know, true. Their quarterbacks we are, didn't we, get hurt. We do. We talked about it so much, and the pain is still there. And I think even beyond the quarterback, again, for the sake of the other 21 and an All-American defense, but nonetheless, sure. without the quarterback, that is but, a big, huge deal. Yeah. But keep this, though. Even their first-string quarterback, Michigan's quarterback game, have fewer yards. Yeah, than I saw State. that. 30. Yeah. But they also played a, just a historical defense. So. argument. Yeah. Like, like I said, first they came from my canes in 2000, and we got screwed, and nobody cared. Yeah, then you're right. We lost nobody you, Joe. Cared. You, we appreciate now it. For you. Yeah, yeah, breaking up. Yeah, Listen, I'm, it's it's Joe uh, crystal clear is enough. There's continuous. <laughs> we talked about this earlier this morning, but I'm seeing more and more reports, although nothing verified. But it does look show like, hate to the Braves. No, oh. it does look like Rom is going to go to the live tour. Yeah, I saw something on the wall. I could care less, Dan. I know. I won't watch. He won't encourage me to watch. I'm not watching those guys in their shorts and their. And their and their club parties. I'm just not going to mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to play 72 holes of stroke golf like normal golf? Yeah. I'll, I'll watch again. Yeah, I will. A PGA Tour has blown it. They have not responded. They weren't ready. They've gotten their pants pulled down. If you I ask just me. don't understand how they not only pony up to those guys. So you're like you're either all in it or doesn't you're all matter. Out. They but just want to hurt this tour. That's the no, whole no, no. goal. Yeah, but you were all out on them. You were fighting them. You were like, okay, well, we, you know. Because they realize they can't win the fight. They're okay, just well, going to go bankrupt. Why are guys going to the live tour still? I thought we I were, guess had the, reached the, the kumbaya well, here. Well, because that was overstated. And because the, it was uh, overstated. Ag- the agreement has to be done by the end of the month. Uh, so you can look at this. It's the Saudis firing another shot over the bow. We got Rom, or maybe it's insurance. Okay, if we don't do a deal, now you can add John Rom to the list of guys you ain't got. Yeah. So yeah. I think that would be the reason for, for doing it. And. You know, Rom can join the the long line of hypocrites in sports because he oh, stood yeah. up there and talked about the legacy, not comp- is legacy important and, and, yeah. and competition and all that. So, if he does, if he does, if he does, but now the Wall Street Journal is reporting it as well. This isn't just coming from you know, yeah, listen, Club Pro guy. <laughs> <laughs> Club Pro guy says it's done. Live Tour guy says it's happening. Yeah, I just I, look. I I the, I you know we we have a fabulous relationship here with the PGA Tour. I yeah. well forever I'll say this is just it, it's a, it's anti-American what these silver spoon country club kids have done. Oh yeah, these greedy greedy. They're a bunch of Patels, man. It's like you said earlier, man. <sighs> College football and golf. Yeah, two of the things I love the most. They're just making it just hard to watch, man. Ruining it. They're ruining it. I mean, it's not they're not ruined. But they sure are trying to ruin it. It, it, it feels like they Again, are. it's not, again, people will come back with, oh, if somebody offered you, it's eh, not that. Whatever. Listen, if I had $200 million and I can make $50 million this year or $100 million, I mean, how much? Well, it's not just it that. Just doesn't make it sense. goes beyond that for me, Dan, again. And this is, people are wired different. Some yeah. people want anyone to get whatever they can. That's yeah. different mindsets. Yeah. I'm this. I don't like to see people make way more than they should make. That annoys me. Yeah. There's too many people in this world that work way too hard to make less than what they really should make. So it annoys me that these freaking golfers who never make a ripple of impact with us sports fans by TV revenue mm-hmm. or otherwise mm-hmm. think that they're not getting compensated enough making $30 million in a year. It's disgusting. Take your, your Titleist golf clubs and put them in your Escalade and get the hell out of my town then, you big crybaby, silver spoon, soft-shelled non-athletes. This is the drill. Ugh. Hey, yeah, I want to shoot. Baby. Shoot. 
Shoot. Shoot. Take it, E. Shoot. Super oop. Super oop. Super oop. Super oop. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. We got the beat. More like we? <laughs> Uh, let's transition from that to uh, some New York City headlines before we get on out of here. Actual headlines. TV anchor caught flipping middle finger right in the camera live on air. She was doing it like as a joke with her uh, co-workers and slipped up. Kind of like Ron Burgundy. Y'all ever did anything like that? Uh, no comment. The big, kid need, the big kids need me. Meet the parents taking teen-turnity leave from work. To keep their high schoolers out of trouble. That sums up America, man. Well, that sums up what? America. You heard me. Let's don't parent them all until they're 15. They and then, yeah, it's just, it's, it's tough, man. Hate suspect busted. Man arrested in shocking attack on granddad, pushing grandson in stroller in posh California city. I started thinking about this, like, when it comes to hate crimes. If you're killing somebody, I don't care what color anybody is, it's hate crime. Yeah, no? 100%. This is true. Exercise may not be the key to living longer. It might even be aging you faster. Great. <laughs> I knew I was up to the right thing not doing all this exercising. <laughs> I'm not one. buying that one. I think that some exercise is important. I, Are you? These studies. Round trip. Toddler escapes parents to ride baggage belt at airport. Wanted to go home. Yeah, probably not parenting 101 if your kid is going around the conveyor belt. Just mm. saying, especially if it's a, quote, toddler. Hell on wheels, rapper leads police on high-speed chase, reaching 130 before crashing vehicle. Why they got to typecast him as rapper, E.T.? He better be a name you know. Why you got to throw a rapper in there? How about man? Because it was a rapper. But it was anybody we know? Sauce Walker. Is that a guy? <laughs> yeah. Is he a thing? Not really. Yeah. Uh, that's hot. Paris Hilton says she's here to save pop music with her new album. <laughs> right. Because I think of all the saviors of the pop genre, you know, it wouldn't be, you know... Hall of Notes. It'd why, be Paris Hilton. Why you should never have a long, hot shower, even after a long flight. Baloney. Okay. Long, hot shower is what I'm all about. And if you and you guys that don't wash your legs, it better be scalding hot. Call him, <laughs> call him who, Deanie. Baby Owl hangs unnoticed on family's Christmas tree for four days before cleaner spots it. I love these stories. It happens where they bring in wildlife. Squirrel, yeah. a squirrel or raccoon or something's up in the tree and you never know it. Four yeah. days? Can you imagine the heart attack you have when you get up on the ladder and you go to put that, that, that you know, final star on top and a squirrel jumps out at you? Oh, mm. gosh. Snake? Can't... I remember they saw a, 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 one of them had a snake. Oh, you instantly oh. know karate. Kimmy K still has not apologized to Tay-Tay over leaked call scandal. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I feel for both those young ladies. I don't know what's going on there. Huh. Uh, 50 Cent announces documentary on Diddy's alleged sexual assaults to benefit victims. Diddy is getting, uh, getting ticked. I saw yesterday, he finally lashed out. This is gross. And disgusting. Is there truth to this, E.T.? Have you followed the story? Yeah, I follow it. Does it look sketch on Diddy's behalf? It or? could be. Right. And 50 okay. ain't letting up. Let me know how it ends. How about that? Why Is there a beef, a long-going beef between these two? No, did he, did he just turn on him? He's just super petty. Like, are they? Have they ever been to, like no. buds or no? Yeah, they were cool. But, right. yeah. Right. Huh. Yeah. Barstool founder Portnoy vows not to hire from Harvard, MIT, and Penn after president's testimony. Those presidents are disgusting, by the way. They really oh, are. You know them CEOs yeah. and the president? No, yeah. a president? The presidents of those universities and what they said about... 
Every one of them should be gone. About Jewish people, they should all go to jail, quite frankly. 100%. You're disgusting people. I just... Uh, yeah, just great. And these, these are the and higher I'm glad, I'm glad, level academia, you know really? What? When when, when these politicians outshine you? Yeah. Like 100 to nothing? Yeah. That's a problem. On the morality scale, yeah. on this common oh, sense scale. Gosh. Yeah, it, it's disgusting that that's what our American Ivy League institutions I have think, become. I you think, guys are gross. I think these presidents think they're smarter than everybody they else. Do, and they throw these big words at us to ch- yeah shut the hell up. yeah get out of here yeah i mean it was it was embarrassing it, it was it, embarrassing it, it was beyond it was disgusting yeah you're disgusting people yeah you this should, is so you should not be if you got smart kids should you, not be leading kids you, you got smart kids you might want to start thinking i don't know georgia tech northwestern i, I wouldn't send them to harvard yeah i wouldn't send them to any of those Oof. those factories of nonsense all right, that's, uh, those are New York City headlines. We make the turn for home when we come back and wrap up this Thursday. It's Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping 1010XL rolling with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. Good morning, Tone. Good morning. What do you got cooking on a Thursday? We got Mike DiRocco, who was kind enough to bring us breakfast. Oh, the loser of the Breakfast Bowl this yeah, week. Yeah, we'll D-Rock. do our draft in the second hour of the program. All this right. morning, we'll right. uh, get his reaction to all things Trevor Lawrence and whether or not he may be able to give it a go as he was down there for the press conference yesterday. And our question of the day today, asking how many more games do you think the Jags will win this season? Uh, DRock has already let us know in the back room that he thinks Trevor's probably going to give it a go Yeah, I uh, think so this week at this point. And your options in the poll, they win four or five of the last five games, three, two, or zero, or one. All right. Well, that's good stuff. We look forward to it. Thank you. Thank you. That's Mike and Tony, Jaguars today, coming up top of the hour. Emmanuel. Now, today's takeaways brought to you by Key Buick GMC, where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. My biggest takeaway was accentuated by what Tony just said. I read what Doug Peterson said on Tuesday morning. I read Trevor Lawrence walking up to the podium, not even wearing a a boot, you know, on that injured ankle. I read what Doc Kevin Murphy told us about a true high ankle sprain and how this doesn't match up with it. And now to the embedded reporter, Michael DiRocco, and his thoughts. It just leaves me with a takeaway with now the effectiveness, the mobility aside. I think Trevor is going to play on Sunday. All right. E? I think Trevor need to bottle that blood up or whatever it is and sell it. <laughs> that man different. Plasma. Gumby. He's Gumby, darn it. All right, that'll do it. Uh, Thursday edition. Jeffrey? It's been a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>